Well, hello, everyone. That's, uh, that's all of you. That's everyone who's out there uh, in video land and audio land and here at our virtual table. Um, I am Bill. And fellow wanderers of the Galactic Fireways, this is session number nine of Yuma Station, your place in space to embrace your fate whilst partaking of our sci-fi actual play using Mongoose Traveler 2.0. We are brought to you by the Happy Jacks RPG Network, a name you can trust. You'll find past episodes of this and many other fine shows at happyjacks.org. Uh, as I said, I am Bill, the maestro of ceremonies, who returns to this very seat every two weeks to join you, dear viewer and listener, in wondering what our fan with a plan is going to do. Who are these seekers of joy and profit? Stay a while and listen. As we slip slide our way through the cast, I want you to tell me about yourself, about your character, and the first time your character hurts someone. Mm. Whatever that means to you. So uh, let's start with Jay Holtham. Hello, y'all. Uh, Jay Holtham here, playing Miles Manning, the mild-mannered uh, semi-captain of this. And possible stooge? Who knows uh, how that's going to turn out. Uh, and let me see. The first time Miles hurt someone was probably one of his uh, elderly grandparents that he was raised by when he was a rambunctious child. Uh, I think there was probably a, a ball thrown too hard into someone's face uh, and maybe a little little nose-breaking. A little light, light nose-breaking. Just, you know. Childhood shenanigans. Nothing malicious. It's just a thing that happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. Dave. Hello. Uh, I'm Kadave, uh, and I will be playing uh, Benjamin Lister, um, the conspiracy theorist slash broadcaster extraordinaire um, who got to have a little adventure this last time uh, elsewhere and make new friends. So I'm excited about that. Um, I think he kind of grew up in a mild-mannered sort of situation, right? I think the first time somebody got hurt was probably when he got into his journalism later, and he wrote some stories that you know, he didn't withhold the names uh, like like a more seasoned journalist might uh, that led to, you know, some people that were upset with folks ended up going and causing property damage and, and some people got hurt. Uh, and he kind of learned his lesson, so he tries to be more vague now. Because um, he's not about killing. <laughs> or, like, that's just not his jam. He's just more about not being killed so excellent excellent uh samantha hello i'm sam also known as red pandroid and i play sal uh the ursula's resident hurting people expert uh, <laughs> in strong counterpoint to dave's character i think the first time sal hurt somebody was on her home world which um if you don't remember is both radioactive a vacuum world 
Oh, three things and war torn. So it was a little bit of a rough neighborhood in the um, universe. Uh, I think some poor, unlucky uh, bully <laughs> tried to uh, ply their arts on Sal, and uh, she, in true fashion, uh, made quick work of them um, and was like, oh, I think I found my forte. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Uh, and Mr. Mills. Uh, hello, I'm Bill Roper, your maestro of ceremonies for tonight's game of Traveler 2. Point- oh, wait a minute. Oh, that's my script. No, okay, sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, I think Alex gets a two for one deal um, because uh, when he was like uh, late teen, like figuring out, like, is he going to do college or what? Um he and his uh, first boyfriend were on a break and then started seeing this other gal and she didn't know about the boyfriend. The boyfriend wasn't totally sure that they were on a break. And then that got complicated, which is fine if everyone knows what's going on, but was not fine. (laughs) Um, He did have the, but we were on a break conversation, but that doesn't really make it anything better. Um, so his solution was join the scouts. Goodbye. <laughs> um, just ninja dust. I'm, and uh, that's that's why he originally left home. Excellent bomb. Uh, I don't live here guys. anymore. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, and our astute uh, followers of the show will see that uh, we do not have Clara tonight. Um, she forgot. She's going to be someplace. And then poof, she ninja dusted and she's out. So uh, we have plans for Blue <laughs> and where she'll be uh, this episode. But we now sit back and listen to the estimable Salamander Brooks. Let's see what happened last time. Probably nothing exciting. We are known for our reasonable choices. Yep, everyone um, made good choices last week. That's what I that's what I remember. Sober decisions. Yes. Um session 8. Xanthus greeted Alex in the workshop in his fancy new robot form. He's naked. The crew gathered for breakfast in the lounge. Alex had been up for a while, very excited about the progress he and Xanthus had made. Uh Alex invited him into the galley as Sal wanders in to make some coffee, running literally into him on the way. Everyone is shocked. Sal thinks it's neat and invites him to spar. (laughs) Blue and Miles hate this idea. (laughs) Uh, Blue goes to poke around the ship, looking for more AI while she plays chess with Ursula. She finds some of Dr. Owen's voice notes. Sal asks Xanthus to download some combat protocols, and they do some unarmed combat sparring. Uh, she takes a robot fist to the chest. Xanthus feels a little bit bad, uh, but they switch to blades and she managed to surprise him with a spin kick. Uh, then they went to the galley for the beer. He was very excited. Everyone, uh, they came out of hyperspace. Blue briefed everyone on the need-to-know basis of the contents of our delivery. Portia asked to borrow a comms person, so Benjamin's going to help her out while we make the delivery. Sal immediately notices that Portia's ship has no weapons, all caps. That is super weird. She's going to stay in the turret and give the landing party cover. Portia has 10 tons of medical supplies and 10 tons of 
machinery parts. Uh, Blue's curiosity does get the better of her, and she reads Porsche's mind to find there are a bunch of drugs in the med supplies and illegal weapons components in the machinery. Porsche invites the crew over for some homebrewed beer. Blue and Miles are worried that maybe Xanthus murdered Dr. Owens. Um, They want to find him or find out what happened to him. Um, And they are both very suspicious of the AIs. They think they invite Sal over to the dancer for drinks and accidentally give her the idea to get Chernabog a body. (laughs) Monty stays on the bridge. Sal stops by to ask Xanthus for help making Chernobog his new body, and he is all caps on board. He's very excited. She teaches him to high five and heads over for drinks on Portia's ship. Uh, Portia uh, offers us Berkeley's homebrew. Uh, there's a 40s-ish spiky-haired thin woman in coveralls who makes their brew. We find out that Portia delivered the hallucinogenic toads, um, and that also Monty is one. Uh, we all toast the delivery and try the homebrew. It's a space IPA. And Berkeley shows us her brewery. Portia is very curious uh, about our ship. Everyone is real awkward about it. And Miles has to guarantee our engine issue won't affect the run. Uh, then Miles accidentally tips Portia that Blue was in the Navy. She didn't know that. After some flirting between Alex and Berkeley, the crew heads back to the Ursula. Blue goes to the bridge to tell Monty that Portia says hi. He thinks Portia is nice and wonders about the other toads. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> she tries to enlist Alex's help in explaining uh, what friends be- getting eaten means to Monty. That doesn't go great. Uh, Monty thinks Alex did a bad and hides. We were on a break. Alex asks Blue uh, how she knows what Monty is thinking, and she tells him that she can kill him with her brain. <laughs> very subtle. Um, he still thinks she's an alien and is very non-judgmental about it. Uh, he asks Ursula not to listen and then tells Blue that he believes she's a hybrid and just doesn't know it. He promises not to tell anyone and asks to test her DNA. She says no. Sal checks in with Xanthus. He's got some info from Chernabog on the anthroform requirements. He suggests they go over the schematics after the delivery. Sal brings him some of the homebrew and teaches him about hops a little. Miles sends Ben a cryptic message about teaming up to research what happened to Dr. Owens. We all arrived at the delivery site, and it's got a livable atmosphere and a nice golden sky. The crew is directed to Drifter Dynamics uh, on entry to the port. Dock workers in uniforms are waiting for us with uh, push skiffs. Blue checks the dock crew's surface thoughts. They just want to get the job done and go home. Uh, She calms Alex and asks him to help her knock off one of the med crates. The crew starts by unloading the machine parts. Everything goes fine. Second vehicle arrives for the med supplies, and Blue offers Alex DNA in exchange for helping her. He rigs the skiff so that when he hands it over to the dock worker, it malfunctions and skids off, crashing into things. Alex goes over to check if anything is cracked open and finds a a chest with a data pad that is a jar. Sal spots what's happening and wanders over to help Alex do a crime. (laughs) She sees the drugs in the cracked crate and palms it into her pockets, uh, then gets everything stacked up on the skiff. They reboard the ship while the dock workers argue. 
back on the ship, Sal gets a sweaty, stressed Alex some water and finds out whose drugs are these. Uh, Sal tells them about uh, him about Chernabog's body project, um, and they suggest that maybe the AI could run more than one body. He and Sal promise to take Xanthus off the ship if he wants to. Field trip for everyone. Uh, The crew meets up with Portia for the pay, and Alex gets a promise to meet up from Berkeley. Excellent. Thank you, Sam. And that is where we left things off. Um, We will um, have What voice is this? Oh, I'm... (laughs) It's Sorry, me hitting, me typing and hitting the wrong thing. Oh, that okay. Oh, no God, noise. I thought it was a new AI. Oh, no, that's, <laughs> oh, that's so... Is the game being run by an AI now? Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's just Chernobog. Everything's fine. No, need, no reason to worry. <laughs> Please do not worry, Alex. You are being protected. It's all good. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, so, yes, we're... Uh, picking that up, we're going to do uh, a couple of things. One, uh, when uh, Benjamin is coming off of the ship, um, Blue has suggested that since the next job you're doing involves the Navy, she would prefer not to be there. And um, she's going to go help Portia get the Prophecy Dancer uh, to Yuma Station. And we'll meet you all at Yuma Station because that's um, they have another run they're doing, and then that's their next like port that they're going back to. Um, so uh, she's she's and she says, I I I know that you, like you've already got the coordinates and they're they're laid in, and I'm sure if you need to, you could autopilot, but someone else can fly, right? I mean, I think I could. Okay, okay. I can figure it out. What what is that listed under? Pilot? pilot? Is it vac suit? It is not vac suit. It is pilot. It, it is not. It is not. But and okay. I am also. I was in the navy, and I'm also a pilot. So yes, I can. I can oh, fly maybe. us. I'm just saying. Isn't this really like a big vac suit? No. You could put the ship on very quickly by yeah. yourself if you needed to. I think that's the translation. No, I have a pilot small craft, not pilot spacecraft, even though I was exploring the galaxy by myself. <laughs> right. It's amazing. I had a great autopilot. Yeah. You did. You just punched in a lot of stuff, and you're like, I yeah. hope I get there. There's, there's a you reason didn't... maybe you didn't rise to the ranks so highly. How dare you, sir? How you dare? Didn't, you didn't actually visit many places. You just went wherever it was pointed when you got here. <laughs> Yeah, there's already coordinates really in here, right? Ahead. I just push a button and I'm there. Hey, look what I found. Bustling cosmopolitan planet. So uh, <laughs> Blue uh, is going to head back. And um, as as she does, uh, we follow her and she talks to Portia. And and Portia says like, uh, oh, yeah, hey, hey, uh, I really appreciate it. Thanks for doing this. You know, the, the dancer takes five to run. And, and we're short since we're sending Benjamin back over. And Blue says, is he, is he going back better than he left? And she's like, oh, oh, yes, he is. And then we flash back mm. to Benjamin um, at the scene where he's first going to be going over to the Prophecy Dancer and is um, outstanding um, 
next to where the loading and the loading is uh, happening, the transfer between the prophecy dancer and Ursula and uh, they're in tight conferring. And Benjamin is asking Portia about what he can film. Okay. So take it away. Cause because oh, cause Dave, cause the, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to the episode, but the whole, okay, great. So you know why you, why you wanted to go on their ship. So that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I figure I can set up a lot of shots that have nothing to do with you or your crew, but like, if you know, if we get more action of of people loading crates and stuff, it could look really great. Like, would that be okay? Like, I don't have to name who's in the vac suit. Uh, yeah, I don't have it. I don't have a problem if you're filming your crew and your ship, or filming things that can't be identified with us and what we're doing. Sure, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because that will cause of your ship. That'll cause a big problem. Nothing of your ship, and no faces, no faces. I promise. I've got a, I've got a filter that just makes all the vac suit helmets look like the old Earth style gold, uh, shiny reflectives. Uh, all right. Well, if you're shooting anything around here or my crew in any way, I'm going to have to see that footage. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So you're I, safest just to not shoot that. Gotcha. I understand. I understand. But I just in case, we'll see. Hopefully I don't I won't need it. I think I can get all the shots I need. It'll be easy. I promise. I'm here and to make we your don't, life easier. We don't have a lot of room on the ship. I don't know how much of this stuff you were actually intending to bring with you. Like how, how I mean, uh out of character question. How long yeah. w- was this? Was I intended to be over here? It's going to be like two, like like a day. It's oh, like it's like oh. a, like a, like it's like it's only a day, right? So okay, so I don't need like multiple changes of clothing and like no, 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 no. Oh, it's like you like they're dropping off. It was like, like a couple three hours, I think it was or something. Like that, or okay, to uh, but so, yeah, it's all it takes place within like a twenty four hour period. Okay, so like I just have. Uh, Basically, I look like um, the same amount of luggage that you'd see, like a flight attendant or a pilot dragging through the airport to get to their mm-hmm. plane. Like it's just that little roller bag <laughs> kind of deal, right? Um, with some like semi bigger wheels on it in case I have to go on dirt. Okay. So you know, just so you know, like uh, you can use we get a bunk storage space because pretty much everybody gets a bunk and a locker, and that's about it should be fine like uh, this it fits in overhead compartments i made sure to get the one that's the small you know it Great. fits in that well, little wireframe thing at spaceports yeah shouldn't uh, shouldn't be a problem awesome so you spend uh you know about uh about a day is about how long it you know long it takes because you fly there um they're going to a different port than where the ursula is going and you are, um, it's, it's a drop off. It's looks like a delivery of goods that goes without a hitch. Um, Portia, um, you know, it looks like she's out, uh, greasing a few palms out there, like sliding some credits to people to make sure things go through. Um, the ship's crew is very tight. Um, you know, the, the, what they're missing is someone to be on comms. Um, 
Portia says, you know, she's like, I'm the only one, I'm the other person who's qualified to do, to do comms, but I'm also piloting right now. So, and uh, as you can see, we've really optimized the ship for cargo. So I, I can see, yeah, I, I don't have the luxury of, you know, I, I it takes five people to run this ship uh, optimally. And I don't like I, I to run suboptimally on a mission. Don't don't even stress. We got, I got this comm thing under control. No problem. Uh, who are the other crew members? I know there was Berkeley, right? Right. The so brewer? there's... Uh, yes, <laughs> the brewery. Yeah, the brewer engineer. Um, there is... Um, you're on comms. Um, Portia is the pilot. Um, there is... Um, in, um, uh, what station am I missing? And no, um, yeah. Engineering pilot, you're on comms. Astrogation, uh, is, uh, Emerson, uh, which identifies as they, them. Uh, and there is, uh, on, on weapons, um, is, uh, is an Android by the name of, uh, of Willa is what they call the Android. And, um, it, uh, it has a very, very rudimentary communications system, um, it is more of an industrial Android, right? Like um, having having seen what it, this is very common to the level of of Androids that you've seen that are serving very specific purposes, right? Whether that's on ship or in industry, um, you know, it's designed to basically plug into um, their their systems. Now, the ship has no weapons, right? And so. Porsche explains to you that what Willa does is basically runs electronic countermeasures, right? Oh, but is a dedicated source for that. Um, and because that needs to be the most optimal part of the ship, should they get into any problems. Um, so they don't have any hard mounts. They can't actually do any damage to anyone, but they're all about um, evasion and hiding and electronic countermeasures. So that's what, uh, that's what Willa does. Cool, cool. I like it. <laughs> so, like, I'll try and be friendly with everybody. Like, just, just be that guy, right? That guy that's like just happy to be here. Like, seasoned gruff spacers would probably be annoyed at sort of how <laughs> how friendly a person, right. you know. Berkeley Berkeley's very friendly back. Berkeley is um is very chill. Uh you know, offers to show you where she where she brews the beer. Mm. On the ship which she's she's basically got a uh, small like 5 gallon setup um back in engineering kind of tucked away back there. That's awesome. Um which is which is not where she stores it when it's needs to actually reduce temperatures because you know sometimes depending if the engine's running hot this is pretty at times it's like mm, the inside of the engine room shouldn't be that warm but it probably is 
Oh, the pupper is a pupper. I want. I wanted to make up for having to step away for a second. This is Janet. Hi, Janet. Aw. Just leave Janet and you go away again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here's my snow seal. Oh, very nice. That is an adorable doggo. Oh. And um, uh, Emerson seems nonplussed. It's fine that you're talking, but doesn't really have much to say back. Makes that perfectly timed, polite conversation. Um, you know, Porsche, Porsche's talkative, but um, probably after about five minutes, what you get from Porsche is she's trying to get as much information out of you as maybe you're trying to get out of her. Sure. So, you know, you can, you can have that level of conversation at your, uh, at, at your, uh, your, your threat <laughs> level. I'm not sure, but you know, um, and uh, yeah, Willa basically could, you know, answer questions you had specifically about systems that they're yeah, assigned I, to. I'm, but. I'm not expecting our ship level AI. I, no, no, not at all. And in fact, it's, it's probably a bit of a, a shock, right? Maybe the first time you forget and ask Willa something and the response is like very mechanical <laughs> back. Um, that there's there is none of that actual personality I, um, level that's there. I would specifically sort of fish for any details or information about Blue's time on this crew. Ah, um, do you want to ask? Uh, who do you want to ask about that? Each per- are you asking each person? Is that I your kinda, uh, round yeah, of questions? Think, All right. Yeah. Um. So, uh, all you get from do you want to try Willa as well? Yeah, of course. I mean, that's going to be the most blunt and honest answer. Uh, the The report back is uh, two words, which is competent pilot. Oh, very good. Very good. Uh, Emerson says, um, yes, I I found Blue to be Thoughtful and quiet, which I do prefer. She is, I believe, more than she seems. Oh? Either that or she's just become quite good at guessing things about people. Hmm. You know, I've, I've noticed that too. She's very insightful. For sure. Yes, that's an excellent word for it. Insightful. Meanwhile, I'm taking mental notes. <laughs> uh, when you talk with Berkeley about it, She's like, oh, yeah, Blue. Blue definitely, definitely wants to be the bad girl. I just don't really know if she's got it in her. I feel like she always, like, got right up to the line and then, I don't know, something held her back. I mean, 
that's fine. Not everybody should be or has to be. But, uh, you know, she didn't stay out as much as we did when we hit station. She didn't drink as much, uh, you know. But she always seems like she's got some place to be. But that's okay. You know, she did a great job. Everybody here likes Blue. And she definitely pulled us out of a couple of tight situations because, you know, she can fly. Yeah, I, we've, I, I haven't known her that long, uh, but she has certainly done a great job for us. Uh, I, I will give you one tip, though. Hmm. Never play cards with her. She will, she will take you to the cleaners. Because I have seen her do it more than once, and I have been on the receiving end. Good advice. It's good advice. I've actually seen her. Uh, she's been spending some time, uh, you know, working on chess. Actually, as a as a game that I've seen. Lately. That sounds super exciting. <laughs> right. I. It's not my first choice either, but you know, I, I found it fascinating just as a study of a game. I thought. You know, sure. I, like yeah, I mean, I, I guess I can get into that. Yeah, I guess I can understand that. I don't really know where you're turning that into money somewhere. So I think that's the one thing I always, you know, thought Blue left on the table is she definitely could have been making a lot of cash whenever we were at ports or on other ships or meeting up with other crews. Because when she wanted to, she just clean everybody out at the poker hmm. table. Hmm. Well, I, I'm glad I haven't fallen into that quicksand yet. I appreciate the advice. You bet. Hey, hey, can I? I have a question for you. Oh, if you absolutely. don't mind. So, um, how long have you known Alex? <sighs> um, a while. Uh, Alex. Alex is sort of an up and comer in my field, actually. Uh, you know, he's he's pretty ambitious to get into uh, video logging. Yeah. Which, and uh, discovering uh, discovering what uh, you know, what's out there. Right. We're both oh. interested in the the unknown. And that's kind of what what I'm, I've been doing is I've been assembling footage and stuff to put together a, a documentary about us venturing out beyond Yuma. Right. Looking for some things out there seeing if we can find i know it's going to sound a little silly but see if we can find any evidence of you know old civilizations that we don't know about or artifacts out there you know it's it's the unexplored galaxy out there we want to we want to try and see what we can find huh that's um that's really interesting so have you have you been doing that long has he been doing that long uh, he's newer to it than I have. I've been doing it for quite some time now. Um, and, you know, I've, I've done some work, uh, journalistically, you know, I, I've written some stories and put together some, some reporting on, uh, you know, some, some controversial subjects. You know, I, I, I have enjoyed doing some, uh, anti-corporate pieces, you know, we got to worry about those in power taking too much from those of us that are just average citizens of the space. Um, 
So, you know, I try and make sure that I uh, I give kind of a an honest and open broadcast to folks. You know, and like I, I'll slip in like, oh, you know, here's my uh, here's whatever space tube channel. <laughs> you and know, what's like, your what's your social, Dave? Oh, uh, twelve. Some dice out. No, he means your social security number. Oh, just the, okay. la- just the last four numbers, though. I don't need all of it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Here we go. And then the credit card number and the three numbers on the back. But other than that, we're good. Other than that, it's fine. Um, geez, wait. Wait. Benjamin Lister? Yeah, that's me. Wow. Well, it's nice to meet you. You know, I, uh, I get a lot of hours to burn back in the engine room by myself sometimes. So I, I've listened to your show. Well, that's awesome. I, I'm honored to meet you. I love meeting folks that share an interest. And uh, and Alex does this too? Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's been getting into the investigative aspect of it. He, uh, he spent some time in the scouts and going out there and seeing the seeing the, the fuzzy edge of civilization, and I think it's kind of opened his mind to the possibilities, you know? Uh, Cryptozoology right. and right, right. All, the, all the interesting things that might be going on. Great. Um, and uh, um, uh, single? Uh, well, uh, he doesn't have anybody on our ship. Ah, uh, that works for me. Cool. Well, thanks. I, I, I appreciate that. And hey, um, really amazing to meet you. Love your work. Yeah, that, that's fantastic. I'm so excited. Like, I'll like, I'll reach in my bag and pull out like a, a zine and autograph it. <laughs> you know? Oh, thanks. And be like, yeah, here you can. This is this one's not out yet. It's going to be in a couple of weeks. It'll go out in the mailer. <laughs> it's like the, the slowest zine that ever. Like people are like, oh, I got three years ago. I got the zine that showed. Those the best. <laughs> yeah. The most inefficient way to distribute information in travel. It's great. Well, it goes out digitally, but, you know, I keep some copies. Sure. You got to have a hard copy, you know, yeah, for just yeah. such an occasion. Uh, and then Portia would be the last one. She's like, oh, cow, what can I tell you about Blue? I love I love Blue. She's uh, She has uh, pulled our fat out of the fire a bunch of times. She's always good for a laugh. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, she, she keeps to herself, but I don't think it's cause she's, you know, hiding anything. I just think she's private. Well, I, I can understand that. I'm a little confused by the whole toad thing though. You're she telling said me. She, uh, she's like, I'm... she sounded, made it sound like she's, talking to the, she's named the toad and she's talking to the toad. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a tank. On the bridge of our ship. Like, the, she keeps hmm. him up there. She calls him the captain. Uh, talks to him regularly. Like, I I didn't know if that was a long-standing thing or... Oh, that's, what exactly. that's, a def- that's definitely something new. Oh, okay. Okay. Are you, are you sure she's not just pulling one on you guys? I mean, she seems pretty dedicated to it. 
Like, for sure. Uh, I mean, she even made sure that he came along uh, when we went and had a night out on Yuma Station a couple of days back. Hmm. Uh, so, like, I, I don't know many people that are like, I'm going to carry around a weird frog. I, <laughs> that's the thing. And let me tell you, hooey, don't eat those frogs. It's oh, a bad I, time. I know what they do. Well, Trust me, that's how I sold them for as much as I did to that fancy a restaurant. Yeah, well, you station. Know, I I didn't realize that's exactly what they did and it was it was an adventure. I mean, I'm I'm kind of confused cuz it it sounded like Blue didn't realize that that was going to happen. No, she she seemed to be pretty in the dark about it too. Well, gosh, she knows she knows Lyle almost as well as I do. I mean, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that he deals in. So, all I anyway, know, let me put it this way: it ended up with a station lockdown, a gunfight in a strip club, and uh, and maybe it's good that we're taking some time away from Yuma Station to do some work. You sound like the right kind of crew for her to have ended up with. Let me just tell you, I like that. I like, I like, I like any any story that of a of a job that ends like that. That sounds right to me. Yeah. It was a, it was a barrel of money. I mean, assuming that there was also a profit involved. Well, yeah, yeah, we we made it through. We're all right. It, if only we knew who was responsible for the station lockdown. It's a real <laughs> shame. Yeah, that's the only one of those things that was directly related to the uh, frogs. That's not and true. The whole trip to the strip club was frog related. It was frog related, but that had the shootout was incidental. Oh, yeah. Okay, I I don't know all the details of that. Uh huh. Yeah, well, it's all I even know who started the shootout for that matter. Like it's just. <laughs> It's a real mystery. We may but, never know. Lots of things happened that night, but I'm just, you know, the frogs were not responsible for all of it. I, I'm going to, I'm going to disagree there. Uh-huh. Like, sure you are. Yeah. Clearly, so, I have never initiated station lockdowns while not high on frog meat. Just. <laughs> <laughs> now I need a shirt that says high on frog meat and just. Ask me how. So, um, so I made Blue, uh, I made Blue a promise that um, I was going to send you back better than when you got here. So, oh. you know, we we do a lot of uh, a lot of traveling all along uh, all along the edge, and uh, have started going out, you know, into the black. And I was just wondering. Mm. There's anything that you're looking for that I might be able to give you information-wise? Well, hold on. I'm making a roll just for myself. Okay. Uh, I feel like this crew has been pretty straightforward and honest with me. So I'm going to dive right in and ask about have they run into any people that seem to have mind powers? Right? Like, 
just... I know it sounds weird, I know it's pretty crazy, but I have done some reporting on this, and I've found some sources that were able to give me some basic information, but nothing too concrete, and as soon as I published that stuff, my apartment got raided, I was lucky I wasn't home, they probably would have taken me along with all my data, like, and I've, I've come out here kind of looking to see if, you know, is... Is it something that... Is there like an alien race out there hiding from us? That are putting agents in place that can do these kind of crazy things? And read people's minds and stuff? Do they... Are they... Is it part of the government? Like, who knows? You know? So, if you've seen anything like that, I'd, I'd certainly... Pre of course, completely anonymously. I, I wouldn't name any names, you know. Well, wow, that's a... Uh... I, I guess I said ask the question. That's 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 broad and far ranging. It's it's out there. It, it is out there. Um, let's see. Well, I guess what I would have to say is that we have definitely experienced some things that I couldn't really readily explain. Now it didn't hurt us. And we actually came out the better for it. So I really didn't look that gift horse in the mouth. But yeah, we've experienced some stuff that I'm not really sure how it happened. Hmm, okay. That's that's exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. Right? Yeah, usually usually around um, you know, finding things, like getting to places. Um, certainly more than, you know, we, you, we should be able to do with any kind of common astrogation skills. There's no places that aren't on charts or when we're on a planet, just finding our way to the right spot. You know, I, I wish that I could, I wish I could credit, uh, Emerson with that. Because they're good at what they do, but this is like next level good. Mm. So I don't really know where it's come from or why it chose to happen to us or how we lucked into it, but we've definitely had a few times where I guess the simplest way to say it is as a crew, as a ship, as a, as a team, we ended up knowing more than we probably should or being someplace that we had no right finding. Hmm. I gotcha. I like it. Now, have you, have you had a lot of crew change turnover? No, we happen less or more with people moving in and out of positions or it happens. It happens less. I like to think I'm a, a, a good captain that runs a good ship. I take care of everybody. And, you know, we've, we've become family. I mean, the hardest thing for me was, was when blue wanted to get dropped off somewhere. You know, she, I feel like I, I, I took her in and, you know, look in return. I really credit her with saving this ship. she, she really was a big part of connecting us with, you know, a new level of, of people that we could work with. 
you know, both clients and suppliers. And so I really think of her as a, you know, as a sister. So and that was, that was the last turnover we've had. And I moved into the pilot's chair and, you know, we've been looking for a good either pilot or comms person since blue left. Cause I do one or the other. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's been the biggest turnover in the last two years. Well, I got you. I got you. Now, do you do a lot of kind of higher risk work? Not really. I try not to. Like, I like to have a good, safe, built-in profit margin. Um, you know, you. even, look, maybe it's just the kind of person that I am, but even on this run, right, when Blue contacted me, I said, sure, let's go ahead and split it. I'm not pulling in as much of a margin on this one, but, you know, I'm, I'm helping out somebody that, that's important to me and and kind of splitting that risk at the same time. So, you know, every now and then, we would run into something that was, that was higher risk and we didn't always take it. And maybe we should be taking more of them. I'm not sure, but uh, I've, I've maybe erred on the side of playing it safe. Yeah. I, you know what? At the end of the day, you're still out here. You're still trucking, right? Yeah. Well, uh, whew, stars willing, you know, having missed a payment on the ship that to me is almost the scariest thing because what you don't want is any of those ship spotters coming after you that is a dangerous group yeah for sure chuckling to myself about our previous week's work uh and i think that now is kind of a montage that occurs of you know of the prophecy dancers crew making the drop off everything will be fine these conversations have occurred um, back on, back to like wrapped around to that scene on the asteroid when the cred sticks are getting exchanged. Um, Berkeley tells Alex that you know she definitely wants to see him for a drink at Yuma Station. You know because they're going to be there in a, in a couple weeks or so. Um, Portia has a chat with Blue, and uh, and that's when Blue says, "Hey, I um, I'm going to help out Portia while you guys do the next." mission and she's like and she kind of looks at all of you and then says i'm sure you have more than enough help on the ship if you need it but okay (laughs) kind of like and then just turns and walks off in that Mm -hmm. very blue way of doing it and um and then uh, you're all back on the Ursula. All right. Uh, just a point of clarification. Did I know about the Xanthus and the, the robot bodybuilding stuff? Or did that happen? No, after I you were, it? you were in your room, right? Like you were deep in the whole, like I've got, a, yeah. I'm planning out a whole thing. I've got my red string and my, you know, uh, icons on the wall. And then the opportunity to get like all these amazing external shots and everything. So it was like all, Oh yeah, yeah. The only thing you, you, that came up is that uh, Blue wanted some help doing some research, and you're like, yeah, 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 of course, sure, yeah. And you helped her out, um, yeah. but I do not believe you would have. No one brought up Xanthus, and you do not see Xanthus. Okay, um, great. 
So, so yeah, I'll, I'll drag my stuff back into my room and plug my various cameras into the horrible electrical fire waiting to happen of charging cables. <laughs> Benjamin, you're back on the ship. Are you all right? Yes, yes, I'm just fine. I had a wonderful time over there. Uh, got to meet well, some great. people I was... and get some new uh, insight. Oh, I was I was worried. Oh no, they were very kind. They were very very nice people. In fact, they had uh, an AI on their ship. Uh, they that, did that was really just. I wouldn't want to say abysmal compared to you, but but pretty close. You, you're far more impressive, and I enjoy your conversation much better. That's really nice of you to say, Benjamin. I, I was, I was concerned. First, you were in your room for so long, and then, and then you went on that other ship. And, but I'm glad you're back safe. Yeah, yes, and we made our, we made a good <laughs> chunk of money, so we're, uh, we're able to uh, continue. Finding our way in the space. Well, that's that's great. Um, yeah, everything here has been running really well, and I I don't I don't know if you noticed, but Xanthus um didn't upgrade on my on the voice system, so hopefully I sound a little less scary. Or no, I I didn't think you ever sounded scary. Chernobog's a little intimidating, but but you weren't scary. Well, I think that's his job. Sure, absolutely. I mean, I get it. But, you know, there's... Inti be intimidating to your opponent, and then you're just so intimidating that you cause discomfort to many people. Uh, and he's definitely a little more in that latter category of... Uh, of I, could, I could see that. I, 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 I do think it's just part of, well, who he is, I guess. But I didn't want to be that way. You know, um, I, I just think it was, I agreed that it was better that, you know, we just try more to fit in and, and, and make it better for everybody on the crew. So um, do yeah. you like it? Should I keep it? Should I go back to the way it was? I think it sounds fine. I, I, okay. Oh, great. As All long right. as you're comfortable and you're enjoying it, go for it. It seems fine. It hasn't affected any of my anything i just a different way that i'm sounding and and i i just did it for for everybody here i just did it for so you hopefully it would make you know you be more comfortable and 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 not as and make everybody not as worried about things oh well i you know i appreciate that i appreciate that and you know with uh with some of this new money we just brought in we can look at making some upgrades that can help the ship uh you know stay safer for everybody that would be so good. That would be so amazing. Thank you, Benjamin. That's that's really thoughtful. Stop giving them tools. Never. We don't know where any of them came from or what any of them ever did before. They're friends. Ship friends. For now. Hey, we didn't know what you did before either, so... You can look it up. <laughs> um, so one of the things um, in the 
saying good night to the wifi. Um, uh, one of the things that uh, was owed that you would have, uh, Sal, is some after action reports. Oh, yes. That Chernobog um, got for you. And they've been downloaded onto your tablet. Um, there is a list. It's, it's both lengthy and incredibly non-informative. <laughs> it lists um, what looks to be uh, 131 missions over a six-year time period that runs from sorry let me get the, let me get the correct the correct years <laughs> um, that runs from seven years ago to about a year ago. Oh. The most recent one is just slightly over a year ago. And the either a lot of information was uh, lost or was in file locations that are damaged or has been redacted or something. There's just like almost more holes than there is cheese in Got here, it. right? Extra uh, Swiss. Yes, it's extra. It's extra Swiss. Uh, the things that you do pull out of that, uh, it, it appears that uh, Chernobog refers to um, itself as CB021. Um, and there are anytime a, a, a location you would guess is listed, it's in a um, 32 bit hexadecimal code and a hash. So there's like, you can't just look at it and be like, oh, they went to this planet or that planet or this place anywhere. Um, and there are occasionally references to um, a, um, either a, a CO-01 uh, to a CO-06 but they're fairly inconsistent, um, but they appear. That's the only other like patterned thing that you find. Okay. So it's CO-01 through like six? CO-02, CO-03. Okay. So there's six instances of, of whatever, whatever CO is. Interesting. Um, and that's what, that's what you've got. Um, oh, sorry. So you've got about, um, uh, it, assuming, I don't want to make the assumption, but your next docketed uh, job that you can do is the one that Miles brought in, which is participating in oh. the war games. Uh, but before we jump to that, I need to do mm -hmm. something when Ben comes back on board. Yes. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Because I mean, you're gonna have you're gonna have there's time now about to happen. I'm just uh, trying was set, sorry was just setting oh. the stage at like over you you now have like a a chunk of travel time, right? Um, so you know you've got the week or so uh, you know jump time to get there uh, as you head to um, subsector DZ two three. Um, so so yes now. There's all kinds of things that we can do before we get there. Uh, so, sorry, go ahead, Jason. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, once I know Ben's in his room, I'm going to, um, so uh, offline, we established that, um, Alex has some of blues hair, um, which I actually don't know. Is it just, does she have brown hair? Like what do we know? I think she, I, I think she, she described herself as pretty. Yeah. Kind of like mousy brown. brown. Yeah. 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 Great. Okay. Grace Park is her, uh, played as on oh, TV. Right, right. So yeah. I just want to make sure it wasn't like blue hair or something. Cause that would have no. given this away. <laughs> but, um, so Bill, from my, um, archeology span tools, mm-hmm. I, I imagine I have various like sample cases, sure. um, to, to put samples in. So I'm going to put the hair in, in a, in a little, like we, we have found something case, right. That right. we have to send to the lab. And um, I need to head over to knock on uh, Ben's door. Okay. I'm going to knock on my door. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> I almost got past it. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I can feel the strain. Uh, I will open the door. Uh, hey, welcome back. Hey. Did everything go okay? Yeah, it was great. Uh, I, uh, I got a little more insight over there. For sure. Okay, I'd, I'd love to learn about that. Can I come in? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And, and like, um, would you mind if we ask Ursula not to listen for a minute? Oh, no, that's fine. Ur- Ur- Ursula, can you put us on mute for a few minutes? Oh, now you're on mute, Bill. Really? <laughs> that was very effective. <laughs> See? That's what you get with a computer science degree. No, still still silenced. Oh, of course, Benjamin. You can see how well my system works, that I've already muted myself. I'll also <laughs> turn my hearing off, I suppose. Yes, of course, it looks like Alex has something really important to talk to you about, so sure, of course. Perfect. I appreciate it. Okay. Uh, so before, I, I do oh, want to know and whatever I, like, you learn. I, I kind of, I'm like, after we get the door closed and Ursula's muted, and then I'm like, oh, hang on a second, and I go over, and you see me, like, flip on four or five weird little boxes like just, yeah you know, white really noise generators yeah like one of them's probably just sort of a background noise generator and like one of them you can't identify one of them looks like i've strapped together like five big lighters and they have a power switch on the side mm. like yeah it's just a collection of weird but go ahead now we're good okay so i forgot you remember i, I got all that shipment of stuff before we left the station and it was just uh, all the things i've been collecting and I forgot I had this sample of my collection that I'm pretty sure is from an alien hybrid. And I was hoping you have, uh, well, it's, you know, my theory about the psionics, it's, it's from a psionic that I would like to, I'm, I'm hoping you have a DNA sequencer that's not necessarily linked into the network here because it should probably stay as local data. Um, but I have mm. been trying to get my hands on a DNA sequencer and I, I figured you had something like that or would know how to maybe 3d print something. Uh, I don't know what, uh, what do you think? Do I you have, do you have any like medical, that? do you have any medical Dave? Uh, no. I'm I have to skills. guess you you may not have a DNA sequencer in your stuff unless you, that's a thing you've been like. I'm going to go find me 
Really, the alien hybrids DNA thing has only come up very recently, so I probably don't. Mm. I think I'm, I think I feel secure in saying that. Okay, I do, however, know some people at a university. Oh, that, okay, that's great because my university contacts were sort of burned. So, um, uh, yeah. but I wonder. I mean, could we? You know, I mean uh xanthus 3d printed a whole body can can we not um what do like 3d print a dna sequencer here why would why would xanthus print a body oh you weren't here for that he he has uh, developed an anthroform drone for him to pilot around the ship oh is that a good idea <laughs> oh yeah he was very helpful with my project it was very hands-on and and extremely helpful I mean, we're kind of wary about the whole experimental AIs thing, right? Are, is that I mean, I'm less, <laughs> I'm less worried about AIs that were programmed by humans than I am about alien hybrids potentially having infiltrated our government at the highest levels. Sure. I, I mean, I understand. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But I, you know, there's, there's enough anxiety for everything in sure. the world of... <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I've I've worked with some some pretty smart frame robots before. Like, it, it's it didn't seem like the end of the world to me when he offered to help. I mean, okay, I, it's working out great so far. Awesome. And and it's probably worth said, noting he asked me if that was okay, and I said yes. So, oh, all right, it wasn't, it wasn't like just surprise. Good morning. Here's an anthroform. Right. Right. Uh, I know Sal had a good experience with them as well. That they were working on something. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, well, great. Okay. All Miles right. is uh, not happy about it. If I've read that situation correctly. Um, I think he literally said, I'm not happy about this. So, um, I'm Ursula is still not listening. Right. I correct. just want to, I just want to make sure yeah. that Ursula yeah. is still not listening no. when you say that. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> that we know of, <laughs> uh, however, no, no, I mean, that, that's great. I, when you said that, Xanthus 3D printed a body, I was like, why did we need a corpse? Oh, a meat body. No. Like, I was like, what? Why? What <laughs> What would that... No, to my knowledge, I mean, there are no meat bodies aboard. Things got real weird over here while I was gone, I think. Yeah, that would have been odd. But, I mean, you never know. If you need a cadaver for surgery practice, that's not a bad idea, but uh, you know. Um, sure, sure. Okay, so... We really should get this sequenced. I, I like. I, I respect the university contacts, but I'm a little worried about introducing more circles uh, of knowledge into this because I'm pretty sure it's going to come up with some pretty inflammatory readings. And I don't know if we just want to send this off to some college, you know, university contact. Yeah, I, I mean. I don't have a lot of medical expertise myself, so I would probably try and find an expert connected to me somehow that could mm. help out with that kind of thing a little bit. Um, but, I mean, yeah. we could probably find a sequencer or something next time we're on a station. Yeah. Yeah, okay. If we want to try and do it ourselves first. 
Yeah, I, I, I would love to, at least, like, if we sent someone the data, that's, I, I feel better about that than, like, sending them the sample itself. Um, sure, Because, sure. so, you know, things get lost and data transfers far faster than stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, okay. I mean, unless you think, is there, like, in the medical supplies on board, would there be something that we could rig together, maybe? I mean, it's worth taking a look. I mean, I, I don't see any harm in asking Ursula for a, a DNA sequencer, right? I mean, we don't have to say what it's for. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We okay. Certainly, certainly. I mean, there are automated medical equipment on board. You know. We yeah. Can... Yeah. I mean, it put me back together when I had that laser burn. That sucked. But, yeah. I mean, the equipment was great. So, okay. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be a, a, that'll be good. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, we can, uh, we can work on that. Um, it's, it seems to me, uh, from what I gathered over on the other ship, while we're having this conversation. Seems to me like they had some experiences with blue that lend credence to our possible hypothesis. Okay. Right? Uh, I got, from one of their crew members, I got, don't ever play cards against blue. Because... She always seems to be able to outbet you. All right, not completely conclusive, but it, okay. No, it's, but uh, little pieces, right? That's yeah, that's investigative journalism, yeah, right? Uh, it's that can t- make find sense. all the pieces you can and try and make a puzzle. Uh, then, um, different person entirely, different conversation. This wasn't all at a round table or something while we were eating lunch. Uh. Very, very insightful as a person, like really able to kind of drill down into what people are, you know, worried about. And well, see, that's know, that's of, why I think they want this hybridization project to work is so that they can understand us better. I think that's the entire impetus for the project. Yeah, maybe. So I'm, if I'm it's sure not something more nefarious, and, you know, culture is very different from ours, and so they're they're trying to figure out how to how to read those things. Um, and then I, I got that that crew got some very lucky, lucky finds, right? They got some very, by the way, sorry, my dogs decided to bark at the moment. Oh, didn't even hear it. (laughs) Oh, awesome. Yay. AI filters. Uh, (laughs) um, um, they they got some very lucky, you know, lucking into some very significantly beneficial situations. Uh, finding some things out while they were exploring that they didn't that they probably shouldn't have, and the captain very much did not attribute that to their astrogator. Uh, and the only other person that would probably be doing something like that would be the pilot, right? You know. Yeah, just finding their way to interesting stuff a lot. 
So just a couple more things to put on the, you know, put on the, you know, the thought board. And I kind of gesture over my shoulder to the weird code wall with red string all over it. Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) Yep. That was out of character. (laughs) So, you know, just thinking about that kind of stuff. Okay. But I wanted to keep you up to date. Okay, uh, great. Know, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep digging. That's kind of what I do. All right. Well, I'll, I'll hang on to this sample. When we get a sequencer, we'll, you know, uh, maybe we can put our heads together on that and see see what we can come up with. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll. Uh, I can go talk to Ursula about it a little later. Uh, out of character, Bill. I I seem to remember there were like two medicine skills or something. Like one was first aid and one was. Like there's like like surgery. Um, It's I think it all falls. I believe it all falls under medic. Oh, okay. Um, I have the skill above that and the skill below that, so that means I can use medic, right? At negative three, you absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Cool. Yes. Perfect. Yes. (laughs) I I I you know I I've I've tied on a few wayward limbs. I could make a pretty good try at it. Um, okay. And, you know, there's, there's some out of character. I actually don't know if this is true. Do archeologists deal in like, do, do they do DNA checks on things from time to time? Mm, not really. That tends to be um, a forensic. Okay. They, they dig the stuff up and send it to a lab where they, yes. Do and then a lab does that. Right. Okay. Yeah, you'd want to have like a forensics or geneticist, right? Speciality. The archaeology is like definitely like studying the civilizations and digging stuff up. And I have the most bizarre smattering of skills. <laughs> All right, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Medic is absolutely where that is like everything. That's now the the catch all. Okay. There might there might there may have used to have been a differentiation in that, but basically, um, surgery is harder and is aided by things like first making a oh. biology role or a um, anatomy or something else, right? An associate sure. skill. But yes. But if you have medic, you kind of know your way around that stuff, at least somewhat. Okay. Uh, great. Um, so on, on the rest of the trip there, um, I think the the one thing that left that would, would need to get done um, is Alex has got another week's worth of time that you could get um, yeah. with, and I think you had with Sal. reached out to Sal about that, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so should I do that now in, in character-wise? Sure, yeah. Basically, basically, the thing that Sal's going to be able to help you with is the, the armoring part that you're putting on. Yeah. Right. And how it's you're like the undersuit. Yes. Yeah. Right. So uh, probably one, like what the design of that kind of stuff best is. And then two, of course, making sure that it works right. Yep. You know, you got to, got to test that out. So. Okay. Test. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I, I show up to um, Sal's room, <laughs> the, the gun closet. <laughs> she's in the turret oh well here he is knocking on the gun closet yeah uh, sal 
There's probably there's I think she probably leaves a note on her door that says I'm probably in the turret. Okay, or you would just go like Sal, are you available? Oh yeah, what's up, Alex? Uh, well, I was hoping you could help me with a materials test, uh, perhaps by trying to beat me up. Yeah, I'll be right there. Okay. <laughs> you invited her to hit stuff and or yeah. people, so <laughs> I can help with that. Um, yeah, so uh, she's suddenly right behind you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you ready? Uh, yeah, and I think he has like a, you know, like a hanger with, sort of like super lightweight looking um almost like a neoprene kind of you know but it's it's pretty thin it's not like a scuba suit but um yeah so um this is the design i'm working on for the undersuit that should maintain the connection to the power armor that i'm working on Ah, and and it needs to stand up by itself and have its own sort of you know high potential concussive uh, apparatus. So um, what I was hoping I could do was uh, try this on and try to defend myself a little bit in, in uh, combat with you. Um, I would like you to pull your punches a little bit because I'm not very experienced yet, but um, I I would like to, I, I think I have, I've, discovered a new way to put these materials together that is is really going to make a big difference oh cool okay um yeah we'll go for minimal damage it'll be great okay cool so uh there's a, a montage of sal helping you test the armor um just which is Throw. That's right. Boom. We're like, oh, what about a kick? Okay, what about this? Um, <laughs> She's probably also pointing out like the most likely areas of like, here's yep. where you're going to take this kind of blow. So like, you know, you're not really going to get hit here generally. Right. Um, right. Reinforcement so, points and whatnot. Sal, go ahead and make a um, whatever your your best kind of non-gun combat role is. Um, let's see. Strength. Okay. Let's go for bludgeon. Plus strength? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So at one point, Sal pulls out a baton. (laughs) That's good. I mean, we got to get real with this, so. Yeah. All right. Dice don't murder my friend. I said don't murder. Well, the dice like murder. <laughs> what did you roll? I rolled snake eyes. Mmm. <laughs> All right, I, so... I, well, I have a plus two, but that's still just a four. <laughs> yes, that is a, a fail on some snake eyes. That's good. This is good stuff. Um, so, uh, as... Oh, but it goes too hard? Is no, that sorry, yeah. Alex. Yeah, yeah, like like way too hard, and and obviously the area she hit was not one that you padded. It right. was like, I mean, learning obviously a learning opportunity yeah. to know. Oh, that needs that's a bad spot. Um, but she but she definitely cracks a couple of ribs. Yeah, in cool. the process. Okay. <sighs> Collapsible baton to the ribs. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
that's okay. It needs to take impacts like that. Mm. I just didn't know it was going to be today. Oh, yeah. Uh, You're going to want to reinforce that spot for sure. Um, That seems clear. Um, Yeah, I might have overpowered that hit a little bit. Sorry. No, that's good. We, um, I mean, I, I need it to be able to, I mean, imagine if I wasn't wearing this. Well, that'd be way worse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, plus if I use my full strength. Woof. Yeah. I think right as it happens, you see Benjamin walk into the gym to be like, Hey, maybe I could learn some of this to be more useful if we get into a fight situation. Sal just I see it happen and I just turn around and go out. The door. <laughs> like, nah, we're good. I, I think to Alex's credit, he doesn't barf. Oh, <laughs> good. I, I think he, he keeps it together. He's got strength 11, right? That's plus one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And endurance oh, of yeah. plus one. So uh, it's not nothing. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I think it's also a function of like he's not, he's got dexterity plus zero. So it's not like super quick on his feet, you know? And I'm sure Sal is just, fast like a snake i, I don't know is sal fast or just real strong uh both yeah okay that's she a has high dex and, and strength and endurance okay She's a so just mortal combat yeah <laughs> yeah she okay. was probably expecting you to dodge a little but like you didn't <laughs> right right um uh i'm gonna get you uh do you want some i'm gonna get you some water and maybe some booze do you want like some space whiskey That'll yeah. help. Yeah, and also, and also, just like totally unselfconscious, Alex just like zips and you, you know the like the mechanic, like you you fold down the top part and and like gets out of that and is just like shirtless and like examining this giant bruise. Yeah, it's <laughs> ribs like, oh boy, yep, that's a good one, right? See the shape of the baton. <laughs> that's oh yeah, that's something. Mm. Huh. Okay. So, um, if you would like to make your vac suit roll, Alex, um, I, I shall. You'll you'll uh, you're you're testing against a formidable, which is a fourteen plus. You, you your roll is vac suit plus edu um, minus one because you're distracted by being hurt. You're getting okay. no 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 extra no no joy. Okay, from your training session. Well, that brings my bonus down to plus four. So. Right. <laughs> We'll, we'll right, see what I can get. Come on, dice. <gasps> Wait a minute. No. 8 plus 4 is 12. You yes. said 14? So, yeah. Can I help? You're trying to make a thing that doesn't exist. Well, that was you were, that's it? what you were just trying to do. You oh. were giving him pluses if you... Uh, Sorry. But the two... Well, I mean, 12 is a pretty long ways off, so... Yeah. Um, so... Um, your uh so you do some work on it but you don't get to tick that box off um this week that's all right we're we're inventing a tech level here so that's it's not going to be easy yes yes um i do sal does feel mildly bad about injuring her friend um i do have medic so if you would like her to do a first aid on you she will yes we just, I need to know if this is going to turn into like CW play doctor uh, situation <laughs> or like which way that's going. Oh, uh, 
I guess it depends on Alex's reaction. Well, I, I mean, he'll let's let's do the medic roll. Okay, <laughs> maybe this we'll is see when how he that barks. goes. <laughs> All right, uh, so I roll medic plus what? Uh, medic plus um, edu. I'm using different dice for this, by the way. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> oh, Hold man. On. Let me see if I have any rerolls. That's ridiculous. No, you don't have to waste your reroll on that. Don't don't worry about that. I think she's gonna make it worse though. Oh no. So Okay, well I have a plus one, so that's three. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like, oh let me let me let me take care of this. And you're like, oh yeah, okay. You think you know, there's that little party. Yeah, I think brain that's the that's beginning like, you know, of it. Alex yeah. is like, Oh, all right, is this happening? Sure. Like okay, I I'm, I'm into this. Like Right. And uh and then the cracked rib just turns into a straight up break in the uh, process because she doesn't take you back to the med bay thing. She's like, "Oh no, I'm gonna, I, I can handle it right here." And then, like, yeah, I can wrap it. Examine you, just like, yeah, something, something, something goes terribly wrong. Yeah. Oh no, in the that's not the floating rib, <laughs> right? And um, and go ahead and make an endurance roll to see if you actually barf because okay, just be. straight endurance, yeah. Um, it's a, it's a 10. Okay. Is that you, good? Yeah, that's fine. You don't, okay. you don't, uh, unless you desire to, but yes, you No, no, not, I really don't nausea. want to, especially in front yeah. of Sal. Yeah. You feel a wave of nausea, Sal, you feel something give <laughs> under your care and, um, oh. and Alex is definitely pale, but. Uh, you might want to try the auto doc. I think. Yeah, I think um, I might have uh, pushed a little too hard in the wrong direction. It wants to go this way, not that way. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to go do that. Uh, th- thank you for the research help, though. This is a lot of really valuable data. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's an experience for sure. Okay. Um, you'll be fine. I've had plenty of broken ribs. Oh, yeah, it's not my first broken rib. It's just that one was not ever broken. So, uh, okay. But, yeah. well, and she, decide... like, pats you on the shoulder. She's like, you'll walk it off. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Bill, did we decide it was space rugby that Alex grew up playing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Space rugby. Yeah. So he's also, he's just like, he's built like, um, not the not the guys who go in the scrum. Those are the big guys. But the you know the runners. Um, you still got to be tough and <laughs> is a runner in rugby. But uh, yeah. Um, so okay. So yeah, I'm uh, headed right. for the auto dock. Yes, right. Um, Painkillers, please. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she'll get auto docked up. You'll be fine by the time we get to any encounters. But okay. Uh, and Miles, so your. Um, Blue gave you the coordinates like they're they're in the, mm-hmm. the nav. Um, 
it's a it's a sector of space you're familiar with. Got it. Um, you're going to DZ23, which is um, one of uh, several um, around the galaxy um, designated zones for military operations. Mm-hmm. So this is one where war games have happened um, several times. You may have even gone through exercises here. Um, Got it. When, you were, when you were in the Navy. Um, and you know that uh, when you get there, you are going to be, uh, your contact was, um, uh, was Cam, who mm-hmm. you uh, spent, spent time with. Um, you served on the, the same naval station mm-hmm. um, near when you, when you exited. Um, and you know that uh, he currently holds the rank of, of captain. So he's um, gone up a bit and his big thing, he told you that he's actually now chief of staff to an admiral. Yeah. Um, which is why when the opportunity came up for them to try to come up with something a little interesting and spicy on this mission for the recruits for the, not the recruits, but for the, the training mm-hmm. uh, mission, they wanted to, they wanted to do something different. Yes. This time around. Um, so, uh, you know that basically what your the, the conversation with Cam was about um, is that they have come up with the idea, uh, he and the Admiral, to basically um, have civilian ships as a covert part of this training op. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're trying to surprise these ensigns and actually some, some upper officers um, because... This year, they've all been trying to figure out, like, what are these parameters of the war game? What ships are going to get used? They're trying to get an edge, mm-hmm. right? Because everybody's bucking for promotions. And so they know a good showing in the war games gives them a better opportunity for, for promotions. Um, and, uh, you know, Cam basically is like, you're perfect. You're good naval training, right? Yep. Um, and um, this is all as the reminder that, of course, everything's done with with markers and tracers oh, yeah. and non damaging lasers, right? Totally. Um, it's a it's a live fire scenario, like big quotes, though, right? Yeah. Um, and you know that when you get there, you're going to get a software package that ties you into the simulation package, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so uh, the profit potentially is pretty good. I mean, you're going to get 250k for just doing this, mm-hmm. um, and then there's an additional, and and there's you can refuel at the station, um, and there's an additional bounty of uh, that they'll actually give you an extra 50k per kill you register if you manage to register any. Um, you don't know you, you. I think you would have been briefed as to what uh, types of ships you may face. Mm-hmm. as well um and those uh would be um uh you know that you'll you'll more than likely run up against uh patrol corvettes uh which are um uh which are how big are you patrol corvette um they're like 200 ton ships yep. um is it right? Or are they are they bigger than that? That's smaller than us. No, you guys are actually they're a little they're a little bigger than you. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're they're like closer to three hundred tons. 
Um, I don't know why. I don't. I have all the calculations and all the numbers for it, but not the total tonnage written anywhere. Um, uh, but they're, uh, you know, they're schematics of these. They're these kind of long. They almost look like um, they almost look like mosquitoes, like really long pointed fronts mm-hmm. with um, you know uh, twin piloting areas uh, on the front up on the bridge, um, and they. Uh, can hold uh, they can hold a pretty large crew mm-hmm. um, if they need to. Um, they're really much more used less. They're they're for they're really for patrolling. Oh, they're four hundred tons. I'm sorry, they're four hundred tons streamlined. Mm. There's my number. Um, and they're basically uh, you know built for like four weeks of operations. They're they're sent out on patrols. They're used to help uh, defend areas or protect mm-hmm. areas. Um, you know, they're, they're kind of the workhorse ship for the Navy. Um, you, you definitely would have been familiar with them. Cool. Yeah. On them. Is this like so, Rosinante size or bigger? That, that that's be bigger. It'd be bigger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, you've got, um, some time for planning, mm-hmm. right. Um, and cam did let you know that, you know, one of the things they're going to do is they're going to tie into the package, but they, but they kind of don't want to know what you're going to do. Got it. Good. Right. Because they, they want, they want to be, they're, they're mm-hmm. putting a lot of trust in you mm-hmm. because of your, your, your background and your service. Um, but they know that if they don't know, then no one else can find out. Got it. Right. Totally so this cool. is going to be one of the like, you know, hidden aces up their sleeve to really trip up mm-hmm. everybody in training. Excellent. Uh, is that one of the images you sent me, Bill? That's- yeah. So the patrol Corvette is the, um, is the, is that red ship, Dave? Uh, well, yeah, the, the red highlights on a grayish ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you want to sure. put that I up. We'll show everybody for a minute. Right, so that's the patrol Corvette. Um, I'll put that in our Yuma Station Slack so everybody can see that. Um, of course, I don't... Of course, I don't have that super fast available. I said I was smart and sent Dave everything ahead of time. Um, mm-hmm. And then didn't, uh, here we go, do that. But I'll put the slack. But yeah, basically, if you think about them kind of looking like a long, almost mosquito type ship. Mm-hmm. So uh, you've got, you've got uh, you know, about a week of jump time. And... Um, you don't know exactly the scenario in you're, you're going to be put into, but you know that there's going to be Corvettes are the main ships you'll find. And a lot of the training missions from your experience tend to revolve around um, either like hunt and seeks or, um, or defenses mm-hmm. or, or capture locations um, or that type of thing. So um, probably they would have given you the general scenario you're going into. They want you to have time to prep for it. So um it's going to be um, two Corvettes that are charged with um, protecting a lab ship, mm-hmm. right? And the lab ships are the, are the massive giant um, O-ring ships. Got it. Um, that, uh, you know, are, are they're 400 tons, but, 
but they're really big like, mm-hmm. circles, right, with a stem in the middle and then a, a central, like ship's boat docking ring. So, yeah. um, they're they're much they 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 present larger than four hundred tons, but it's because <laughs> there's a lot of space, right, in the middle of that. Um, and Dave, you should have the lab ship image too. Yep. And then, put it up right now. Yep, and I'll throw those into, sorry, the Slack channel in case everybody here is not seeing it on Twitch. Uh, as soon as I actually get the silly thing open. There we go. Um, so uh, feel free to converse with the crew as to what, how you might like to tackle um, engaging with this. Yeah, and of course, the, for, as a refresher for everyone, um, do you have the Ursula there, Dave, too? Because it's probably been a while since we've shown the Ursula. <clears throat> uh, I, I will. Hang on a second. Um, our, our lovely manta ray. Right. Now I've got a question for you, Bill. And I'm, and I'm also uploading, um, I'm uploading basically like, um, schematics. Mm-hmm and things into the, uh, you would have those as well. So I'm putting those up in the channel. Excellent. Um, I would have like a personal non-network, non-connected to the system tablet, correct? Sure. Absolutely. Yes, you absolutely would. Yes. Great. So I definitely want to use that to enter the data that I have and enter the sort of flight plan and, and to build an attack plan. Okay. Because the goal here is for for us to take this lab ship without them knowing, right? Or without them, look, for us to get the lab ship. Not so much without them knowing, but like that's our goal. Yeah, I mean, absolutely you know that if you could if you could actually somehow take control of the lab ship, that would be that would be big. Right. You know, definitely scoring um you know, some kind of kill on the ship. Right. So like you've damaged the lab ship enough to where it, it would be yep. destroyed is, you know, that that's definitely a way to do it. Um, yeah. That, sure. If you wanted to try to come up with a plan to actually like take control of it in some way, that's. Yeah. I mean, or really to like, I mean, to destroy them and take control of the lab ship. Like that's, that's the sort of, that's the plan here, right. To swoop in right. and, and take out the two Corvettes as quickly as possible without them being able to prepare and then we get that gives us the lab ship. Um, so I'd like to. I've got a, a one in naval tactics. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to come up with a battle plan that I am not sharing with Ursula. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll um, uh, naval tactics plus uh, if you if you want to base it off of like traditional naval maneuverings Mm -hmm. use edu if you want to make it up yourself use int i want to base it off traditional well actually either one either one gives me a plus one you know what i'm gonna make it up myself just assuming that they're gonna be aware of anything i would work off of naval plans okay well that's a three on the dice 
for a four with the int because the plus one just means the one just means it's zero, right? Right. Uh, yep. a, uh, one. Uh, if you have tactics one and then you add one to the die roll. Oh, add one, so then it's a five. Yeah, zero would give you zero, right? And then so you have five. So um, you won't you you can formulate what plan whatever plan you want. Um, you mm-hmm. won't be getting any bonuses when you're executing the plan. That's okay. But I've got my plan, uh, and then I yes I'll, I will gather the crew. Trying to think of how best to do this. You know what? I'm going to gather the crew in the sort of uh, galley area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just going to address the crew, and I'm aware I will include Ursula in this. Just All right. So our next gig is War Games with the Naval Academy. Or with the Navy. Uh, testing their couple of their Corvettes. These are games. Not actual combat. So all actual combat functions should be turned off. And disabled in every way for the duration of these games. I've got a battle plan here. Without blue, I'll be doing the flying. Um, Sal Sal will be manning the turret. Alex, you're on astrogation. And Benjamin, I'll need you on comms. Uh, Part of this plan will be jamming the communications between the Corvettes to confuse them. And we will also be trying to do some deft maneuvering to come in uh, in their blind spots to try to take out uh, and not actually take out. Again, these are games. No one's blowing anything up. What the goal is to uh, tag both Corvettes and then swoop in for uh, boarding on the um, lab ship that they're guarding. I'm sending the... uh, There's a boarding action to this? There is, again, not actual. This is all simulated. I'm sending the specs to all of your personal devices. So you'll have all of that. Uh, And I think that should take care of it. So our goal is to take out two Corvettes and then dock with this lab ship. Right. But we not don't actually, actually have to go on board the lab ship and we don't yes, paint not actually any of those. We will. Yes, okay. we are tagging the two Corvettes. Sal's manning the turret. Alex is on astrogation. Benjamin's on comms. Using the settings that I've, I've included here to jam their comms. Sal, you have all the settings for the appropriate tagging, not actually shooting the Corvettes. Right, right. Tag, not live fire. Yep, just not live fire. There are no, there is, I say this very loudly and very clearly, this is not a live fire, actual combat situation. It is just a simulation. Duly noted. Miles, do, do, do they know that it's not 
real? I mean, they're not going to shoot us, right? Uh, they are aware. They've been briefed that uh, they've been briefed that this is not an actual situation. If any shooting happens, it is purely by accident and should be treated as an accident and not an attack. Okay. Yep. Basically, hear Sal making a face through the intercom. <laughs> yes. No, we're all, all in the room. It's like, okay, so it's, it's, trust me, it still will be fun for us. We get to act like we're attacking some naval ships. All right. And that's um, always fun. Do we have so, a- Miles? What's your what's your twist, right? Because you've you've come up with the plan, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so is there something that you believe is the unexpected twist? I mean, I don't think they're expecting us. I mean, honestly, I don't think they're expecting us to do the do a uh, uh, to try to swoop in behind them. Like that's the that's the goal is we're going to try to swoop in behind them out of like a nebula that they're not expecting us to be in uh, and jamming their comms. Um, I don't think they're expecting the lightning blitzkrieg attack. Yeah, I mean, if we line it up right, we could gravity slingshot out of there without using thrusters much. It probably wouldn't even show up on sensors. That would be great. Yeah, that's that's let's make that adjustment and let's do that. Okay. What if uh, what if we try and get in close to the lab ship first? Then, if they shoot at us, there's a chance that they hit their own ship. We'll position us, yeah. We'll definitely position ourselves for their crossfire. But Sal will be expecting to disable again. Yeah, yeah. In simulation, their ships very quickly. I dig it. Um, Just as a informational question, not that it's going to come up, but uh, the Navy ships have like automation systems. Like, is there such a thing as, like, out of character, Star Trek II, like, remote access uh, kind of te- kind of strategy? Like, can we, do they have, like, some kind of encryption key that then would let us, you know, shut down their weapons or, or something? Is that a thing? I'm not a Navy guy. I don't. I mean, it's definitely a thing. It's not impossible. I would I would venture to say that um, that would that would take a keen bit of hackery, right? It's not like here's the command code. I yeah. shut your ship down, like Star Trek, right? Oh, yeah. sure, sure, yeah. But you yeah. could be like, oh, it's hmm, it's feasible, but that. it would be it would definitely be a feat of hacking. Well, I'm going to interrupt real quickly. Kimmy just shot a message saying it looks like there's something up with the layout on the stream. Oh no. Really? Maybe. Oh, because oh. uh, that because look at that and just like magic, Jason disappeared. Poof. <gasps> oh no! What? So he must have got disconnected. But I mean, like, how did she know that that was gonna? Did she just go cut the wire at Jason's house? <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait a minute! <laughs> wait a minute, Jason. <laughs> well, I mean, it'll repair itself as soon as he rejoins. Kimmy hacked Jason. So what the what? Oh, no. for the meantime, right. like proceed. Yeah. Bill, you and I kind of share a spot and the other half of me is in Jason's spot. Oh no. <laughs> I'm not going to bother shifting it around. Aww. if He's going to rejoin us in a second. 
Hey, Jason's back. Welcome back, Alex. Uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No. Internet issues. Can you hear me? You're yeah, a little you're bit of a robot. Kind of max Yep. You got to yeah. stop streaming all that anime in the background. <laughs> I'll, I'll just sit very still. And what? You'll sit very still and what? <laughs> we need Let's to see. know what the plan is. Ah! Well, I I can hear you all great. So oh, uh, now we got you. Okay, I'd say there carry you. on. You look like you're getting all right. Ready. Great, we'll roll. Um. So, uh, yeah. So that's the that's a deal, uh, Benjamin. Is you would be able to, you know, you with some deft hackery, you might be able to get in and do something to their ship. I mean, do you think you with. you want to try that? I mean, once I get the comms jammed, might as well. Right. Sounds good. Let's give it a shot. But I also, uh, I also send Benjamin a message on his personal non-part of the network device mm-hmm. that says just. Out of an overabundance of caution, why don't you keep that code not on the network? Oh, I, yeah, 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 for sure. I get Thank it. you. We don't want any more, any lasting trouble. That would be good. Uh, so the, oh, Jason's the point. Um, so the, uh, you've also got some information on the area where the war games take place on DZ 23. Mm-hmm. Um, basically it is predominantly open space. Um, there, uh, are some small, uh, non-orbital plant, non-orbital planetoids mm-hmm. that are there, um, and there is an asteroid field as well. Great. Um, and the you have the coordinates of where the lab ship is supposed to be, um, which is um, posted up um, in the vicinity of the asteroid belt, kind of simulating that it's there doing research mm-hmm. on you know on this uh, on this field. Uh, and of course you won't know where the patrol corvettes are, but, um, that's pretty much the info that you have. Um, you're expected to arrive, uh, the day before, well, the day for you guys, um, you're, you arrive, they tell you when the war games are starting, like when Mm -hmm. the window of the war games are, Mm -hmm. um, and it's about a four, uh, it's about a, actually it's a, it's a, full day so it's like an eight hour shift session for the war games um and then afterwards um you know cam was like oh yeah he was gonna buy you a drink nice Um, i appreciate it so the the other thing would be how where do you want to 
Do you have a, do you have a, an interest on where you time it in that eight hour window? Um, as close to the end as possible. Great. Yeah. Under my thinking is, you know, let the, let the adrenaline sort of wear off, let the, the them worrying as once they, they think the end, they should, they should relax a little. Right. Uh, Smart thinking. Right. Miles, you also know that, um, uh, cause of your level in the Navy that in the, in the rules of the war games, um, as long as an engagement is begun before the end of the war games, right. It doesn't like end at the end of the eighth hour, right? Like if there's like a big engagement that starts, it, mm-hmm. it goes over until the engagement is completed. Right. Right. Oh yeah. So if you really want it, like you could wait until like the last minute. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That'd be about as close as you could try to time it and then come in. And then as long as you start before that last tick, mm-hmm. it's like, then it's all on. Um, cool. That's the plan. Excellent. Um, oh, uh, the one thing you missed, Jason, was that there's uh, the the lab ship is posted up around an asteroid field. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so yeah, we'll use there's the some asteroid free floating field. planetoids, like non-orbital planetoids, small, um, and then there's a an asteroid field um, mm-hmm. that's there as well. That the simulations at the lab ship is there running running scientific tests. Right? Uh, are they are the planetoids big enough to use as um, like gravitic funnels? You you could um, there you would have to do some um, uh, hot shot calculations when you get there because they're not in any kind of you know known trackable orbit. Mm-hmm. But is that something uh, you would guess? Um, so not Ulysses. Ursula can help me with. <laughs> um, I I I could try. I I haven't really done any astrogation, but sure. Okay, well, um, I have experience with astrogation, but sometimes there's some really fast calculations that if I could just feed you the calculations. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Sure. Oh, yeah. That's great. But we're going to have to kind of wing it. We're not going to be doing this by the, you know, normal astrogation limits. Miles, is that like we'll be, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Somewhat outside of the normal safety parameters. That is totally fine. Okay. Well, then, um, yeah, I'll have to see it on site. There's there's no way to do it without good scans ahead of time, but um, I can work pretty quick when it comes to it. That's the plan. All right. Is there anything anybody else wants to do in this intervening time period before... We get to DZ twenty three. Uh yes. oh, go ahead. Um, Sal is going to go and just like make sure everything uh, is programmed correctly in the turrets, and also um, talk to Chernabog about uh, getting his help with the mission. Chernabog online. Hey, dude. Um, we have a non live fire uh, simulated combat situation 
that we're going to be going into. Um, would you be able to control the top turret? Affirmative. Excellent. Um, and she's going to give him the like um, specs for tagging, not shooting. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's it's definitely like, it's basically a power rating on lasers, yeah. right? Even pulses or anything, where it's just like you're. You know, it's like a flashlight, like, yep, oh, look, a hit, right, or whatever it is, but there's no, there's not enough energy or power behind it. And you guys have pulse lasers, right? So you're basically firing, like, a very low-yield pulse burst. Yeah. Um, Cool. So you'll control that one. I'll be in this turret, and we're just going to take out these two Corvettes real quick, and then we're going to dock with the the lab ship. We're not going to board. We're not going to... In actually engage in real combat. We are just doing a simulation. Acknowledged. Awesome. Hopefully we'll get to do some real combat together soon. That would be agreeable. And, Miles, just to clarify, the objective is to take the ship, but we don't actually have to set foot on it? We, do, we are not setting foot on it. Okay. I won't suit up. You do not need to suit up. I'm for sure suiting up. Just saying. (laughs) There is no way. I don't like these other vac suits anyway. There is no way that that even simulated combat's happening on Benjamin's watch without an extra layer of air support. (laughs) Nope. Yep. Um. Quick question. Mm-hmm. Did Blue take Monty? Yes. Okay, great. I, I also asked that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't hear. <laughs> no, no, I didn't chat. That came over in chat. But yes, when oh. you're, when, yeah, Miles, when you're when you're setting up in the the pilot station, uh, yes, the captain is not aboard the ship. Very good. <laughs> Monty yep. is, is gone. Which means Miles is in charge. Yes, that's that's perfectly fine. I, I was just uh, I wanted to make sure that the. He was in a vac suit also, if he was here. Yes. But, uh, cool. Um, in the, the lead-up time, if I could have a little conference with Xanthus about seeing if we can direct... Get, do any kind of power boost to the, like, comm relay, like, you know, if we can run extra power to it or something along that line just to make it easier to kind of jam their stuff out uh yeah so over the over your comms comes um yes benjamin i'd be happy to help you with that oh that'd be i mean i'm i'm also happy to get my hands dirty and see what i can do to, to make this work in time so you point me in the right direction and i will go to work um sure let me send some schematics and locations to your tablet and that should show you where you can actually go to make the adjustments that you'd like fantastic and and he does so cool so what is the what is the intent what are you trying to what do you, what are you what is your best I'm, case scenario out of that I, just to like you know how uh well i mean this is an outdated reference but like how am radio if you have an AM station that's broadcasting at like 50,000 watts, 
you'll mm-hmm. get it bleeding over into adjacent stations because it's just yeah. so powerful. Like the whole idea is ramp up the power that we can possibly broadcast just to mess them up even more or more thoroughly so they can't filter okay. out our interference or anything. Um, why don't you go ahead and make a uh, which is the right skill for that? Because comms is a subspecialty of so it's electronics. Electronics, yeah. Right. So it's electronics, comms, if you have comms. I do. Um, so electronics, comms, plus um, int. Okay. Yeah. 12. Okay, great. We'll give you a, um, a plus uh, one to your roll when you... Oh, sorry, plus two to your roll. Twelve. Uh, plus two to your roll when um, when you're making the jamming. Fantastic maneuver. Uh, do I get a chance to meet Xanthus? He he sends you everything. Do you, do you request it? Yeah. No, remotely. no. I mean, like, I'm not, I'm trying not to be that guy. That's like, hey, right. I heard you have a body. Can I see it? Like, that's weird. I don't want to be that dude. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, and so, and over the the course of the week. Um, probably the other person who might notice it kind of, it's not a huge ship. No one tends to run into Xanthus, including you, Alex. Yeah. I would have been looking for him too. Sure. Uh, could, could I ask for him? Sure. Of course. Yeah. So at some point when I'm back in the, in the, um, engineering but i don't remember what we called that section where i'm right but you're you're back in like the fabrication bay yeah yeah in in fabs um and i um yeah i'm gonna say like uh xanthus are you available are you busy right now um sure i'm I'm available what can i help you with alex uh well i'm having trouble with this like getting these fabrics to come together because they're not I, I don't know. I can't get the seams to work right, and I, this isn't my specialty. And I thought maybe, like, four hands are better than two, almost always. So, right. Um, can I can I help you with that later? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine. I'm just doing some work on my. Shell. Is that the right oh. word? My body? I don't really know how to yeah, I say mean, it, it right. I guess my body. Sure. Is it? Was there something wrong? Like, is there anything I can help you with? No. I, I've i just been really trying to take to heart the, the concerns that have been expressed. And I, I, I did some modifications to Ursula's and my voice to make us more pleasant more engaging and I'm just trying to do some work on my looks, I guess. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. You felt like you had to change anything up. That's, that's not what I ever meant to continue. You're great. Just the way you are. You don't, you didn't, I'm, I'm, Hmm. Um, what, what was it specifically you were worried about? Well, I was really thankful when, Sal said that, you know, we could do a field trip, go up the, the ship, but there seemed to be a lot of concern that somebody might try to take me or that I, I wouldn't fit in. 
So I want to make sure I fit in. Well, it's less about you fitting in. It's just that you're a very um, sophisticated, incredible being. And there are humans who don't have access to this kind of technology and would frankly be willing to just take you. And that's our concern. Now that you needed to change, the problem is with other humans. Well, right. But I, I think the, the operative word in your communication was technology. So, but you'll see, you'll see. Are, are you working on a wetware interface? like being in a person? No. Okay. You, I mean, you trust me, right, Alex? Oh, I do. I'm just curious. I, you know, I don't mean to pry, but like, I, you know, you were so helpful with my project. If I can help you, I, you know, we're, I, uh, I we're a just, team here. Uh, wow. I really, I really appreciate that. I mean, I, you know, I, I really, was trying to be really helpful with, with miles earlier on the engines. And I don't know, it feels like maybe he's been worried about things. And, you know, Ursula just says that boy, there are a lot of people are concerned about stuff. And so I'm, I'm just trying to make sure that, you know, we're as, as, as a part of the, the crew as, as we can be. So I, I kind of want to be a surprise. I promise it won't be bad. Oh, I didn't think it would be. I just, I don't want you struggling or feeling like you're not good enough the way you are because you are that's you're incredible that's that's the thing is you're exceptional which is why you would draw attention maybe i'm i don't know maybe i'm still trying to live up to dr owens well do you want to talk about dr owens i mean what Like and then there's there's just you get that dead air. Yeah. Were you were you with him a long time? Could we can we talk about that later? I think you guys have a pretty big mission to get ready for. Okay, just I'm here if you want to talk. Thank you. So if there's nothing else, we'll uh, arrive at DZ-23. Um, and uh, Miles, you're trying to cut it as close. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. fine. <laughs> no, no, this is fine. <laughs> Until Jason asked the question of, are you working on a wetware interface? And I was like, oh, no, no. this could be so, so much worse than I thought was going to be. <laughs> Why is no one else seeing the red flags? Is everyone else colorblind? What is happening? <laughs> All of South I don't see flag colors. Red, so yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway. Um, so how how close do you want to cut it to the end of the eight hour? Um, uh, very close, like within two minutes. Okay. Um, so the goal is that you're trying to come in and and get in and get engaged in the op 
mm-hmm. um, like right before the end of like the very end of this thing. They're going to have their like, guard down. They're probably starting to be like, oh, yeah, woo, we did it. Yep. You know, um, yep. I want those you know. Corvettes to like show themselves and then think, OK, we're we're flying on our way home. Right. And then in we um, come. All right. So uh, let us let us begin. Um so let's start by um, having. I think the timing will be fine because mm-hmm. you're gonna have a lot of you're gonna have all the time to get there to basically you know time your exit from from jump space. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the first thing that comes out is Alice is gonna have to make if you're gonna try the slingshot, you got to make the astrogation roll like the second you hit space, normal space. So go ahead and uh, make an astrogation, a formidable astrogation roll. So it's a 14 plus to succeed. Um, and you're getting a plus two from Ursula and it's your astrogation and your int. Oh, and you're muted by the way. Okay. That's a total of plus three. Okay. So here we go. That's a 10. Oh, off by one. Um, so I think what happens is you come in, you realize Wait, did that. Did you say int or edu? Uh, int. Mm, yeah. Does, uh, does edu help you more? Does it actually give it, it to it you? It would give me to 11. Ah, okay. Uh, but what's your what total? What's the, what'd you roll on the dice? I got a seven. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so you um, got to a 10, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, and, and yeah, so basically what happens is you come in, you, you're trying to run into the numbers, but it's just like, it's, there's not enough time. Right. Um, you didn't know exactly where the planet would be. Right. You're like, Oh, I could totally do this if I had another 30 seconds maybe yeah. or a minute. Right. Um, to try to use it. So basically, um, you're not going to get any benefit from that. Um, but now it's going to be uh, a piloting role. But I, but I didn't flub any. I didn't make it no, worse. No, 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 right? no. You basically okay. like no. You get in and like you know within a show, like ten seconds, and then you're like, oh, I can't run this. Yeah, got it. Okay, it's right. okay. It's okay. I'll so you're not going to get the slingshot. Yeah. Why are we so close? We're so close. This was the plan. <laughs> We're following the plan. So I'm rolling my piloting. Yeah, piloting um, spacecraft. And- uh, piloting spacecraft plus decks plus decks, which is not great. So let's try hope these very new dice are very good. And that's, I mean, it's an eight on the dice. Okay. Um, and that's it. it. Cause my decks is an eight. So no modifiers and right. my pilot is a zero. So no, no okay. modifiers. Um, great. So um, basically uh, you come in, you don't get the slingshot, for any for any bonuses in the chain um but you're piloting in uh next in the task chain is benjamin um because now you've miles basically like kind of like lining up where like coming i feel like like through the asteroid field or like coming in close to there right um and you can see the corvettes so you know that you're easily within range so yeah as long as we can see both of them then i'm going yeah you can. Cool. So go ahead and make your um, electronics comms. And int or is EDU? That, 
uh, with um, with either. Okay. I don't. I don't think. Uh, let me see. Uh, e, yeah, Edu. Uh, let me see. The, 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 um, actually, with with uh, yeah, with Edu. With Edu is fine because okay. um, what you're trying to do, and you're getting the plus two from your boosted. Cool. Is that recall? Yeah, right. I'm on this. Let's see. Okay. Okay. Uh, Thirteen. Okay. Um, you you feel pretty confident you're going to be jamming any any comms um, between them. Uh, the uh, make a uh, Miles make a tactics roll. Mm, a tactics roll. Tactics Naval plus tactics plus uh, probably edu. I'm guessing. Plus edu. Yeah. Plus on that. Ugh, this is not going great. Uh, that is a four on the dice. Uh, with my EDU brings it to a five, and my tactics brings it to a six. Okay. Um, you don't really notice anything specific about the way that they're lined up or not lined up or anything. Um, so it's hard to tell if you caught them mm-hmm. as flat-footed as you've hoped. Got it. Um, but um, so what? Um, you, you've got them lined up. Do you want to come in on them? Uh, the way that they're sitting, you could either come in basically behind books. They're both facing the same direction, right? Mm-hmm. That was the one thing that they are probably were getting like, okay, let's get ready to get the out of here. Yep. Right. So they're lining up. You could either come across the sides or behind your choice. Behind. I'd like to come in behind. Okay. Um, so Sal, hmm? um, you are, uh, you're up. Yes. Oh, no, I have to roll dice again. <laughs> Everybody's so excited today. Oh, boy, <laughs> dice. Um, why can I not? Where's my one note? What the what? Um, there we go. Uh, so, yeah, you're, sorry, just have to look at one thing real fast. Um, great. Yeah, you come in. Um, Miles is pulling you in um, behind the other ships. Okay. And um, you are you are good to go. Cool. Let's take some shots at these ships with the turret. Turn them online. <laughs> Let's do this, buddy. <laughs> and I think the whole ship hears that. Oh God. oh, God. Don't kill anybody. Please don't kill everybody. <laughs> um, now, can I, like... <laughs> Since we're as we're coming in behind them, can I like mm-hmm. take? So we have some time. Uh, I mean, to like take a little extra time to aim. Will that yes, help at absolutely. All? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So you can get up to up to a plus three. Okay. By aiming, since all you're right. coming in behind them, you'll have that. You'll have just enough time to do that. Then you'll be firing. You know, pretty close, but you're not assuming that they're going to get any shots off on you. Yeah, I mean, firing close is Sal's style. All right, what am I rolling? <laughs> um, so you're going to roll your um, gunner. Uh-huh. Skill uh, plus dex. Plus dex, okay. All right, dice. Let's sh- shoot some stuff. With lasers. No, that fell out of my hand. We're not doing that one. Okay. We got an eight. Okay. On the dice or total? 
Total. <laughs> Wait, Boy. but I got a bo- I get bonus, right? Yeah, 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 aiming. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, cause, yeah, because you get plus three, so an eleven, right? Eleven. Okay. That's much right. Yeah, yeah. Great. We're getting paid hourly, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're also getting paid no matter what happens here, so that's also good. Right. So um, the um, both of the dual laser turrets fire um the pulse laser turrets fire um and you can see uh direct hits on one of the corvettes uh engines right so um and like the lasers though not like live fire yeah yeah yeah. like you don't you don't see any explosions happening right but you see that that's where they hit um and um uh, oh, Benjamin, uh, I think it would have, you would have, I'm just going to say you would have set up ahead of time that like the second you came in, right? Like you, you basically link in before you scramble them, you link into the, um, the simulation software package. Oh, right. right. So that's how it, that's how it records your hits and things mm-hmm. like that, because you're all, so, you know, on, on the Corvette cutting to the Corvette, you know, there's guys who are like, oh, yeah, I can't believe it. We were one of the decoys like, sitting around for eight hours. This this sucked. They're all complaining about, you know, that they know this happens sometimes where they get set up and it's just there to draw attention. And, you know, well, we're not going to we're not going to get this is going to help us at all. How am I going to go up in rank? And this is what I get stuck with. Um, and then basically, like, there's a, a blip of a software package activation. And they're like, oh, what, what, what? And the bridge is on that. And then comms get scrambled. Ship comes in, like all hell breaks loose. Um, so you're basically doing a flyover on one of the Corvettes. And you can tell um, on the readout in the software package that its, uh, its engines are disabled. So um, now you've got, um, you're kind of like winging out in front of the other Corvette who's, um, obviously, like gearing up and engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, Seems like now's a good time for trying to hack the planet. Give it a shot. Hack that planet. Otherwise, I'm going to shoot it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, or both. Right? Or both. <laughs> Why not both? Yeah. All right. Let's see. And this one would be computer based, right? Yes, this is computers plus int. Your EDU won't help you here because this is uh, an unfamiliar system. Yeah, this is right. do it and live. Is, and, right, do it live, and it's and it is military grade. Sure. So it's going to be a sixteen. Okay. Would, would you Would you like the assistance of any of the ship systems? Um. Can I hand off all the other stuff to Ursula? Like the the software package and the the com sure. jamming and all that stuff? Sure. Okay. Um yeah, yeah yes, of course. Of course, Benjamin. Okay. And then and then I'm going to I'm going to Mr. Scott Star Trek for it like <laughs> crack the knuckles and <laughs> military encryption. How quaint. Hello, there we go. Computer. <laughs> oh yes. 
Nice. Uh, you roll a 12? I did. Nice. Oh, uh, and I'm plus four. There you go. So there's your number. So yes, you uh, you have you have hacked the other Corvette. Um, you you have hacked the. Um, I got I got real scared for a minute because I was rolling some of those Strategicon dice and I didn't remember if they put the Strategicon stuff on the ones or the sixes. <laughs> yeah, you're you're able to see when you're hacking. You've hacked into the oversight, the UGN oversight, um, okay. and. You can pretty much do what you want from a command level. Something fast to be good because you can see that it's swinging around and targeting computers are coming. Can I just populate on. its targeting computer with like a hundred ghost ships that have all just jumped in all of a sudden? Absolutely. Yeah. Just like all different profiles, like big capital ship, like just all, you know, little, little jobs, every, fighters, yeah. all of it. Just a mess. Yeah. And I think that, um, Cutting to the scene on scene there, you're getting like as you're you're hacking the planet, like the Corvette swinging around. Uh, you know the captain of the of the Corvette is saying, uh, uh, "Engage with enemy craft, targeting computers online. Um, bring four batteries around." Uh, you know, I'm, nice, nice try, and I guess you get one score. But and then you know we've we've got you outgunned. And then, and I think like, like he go, he, like that's a, an actual, oh, he, he can't calm. He's like, you know, he, but he's singing it to the, he's singing yeah. it to the screen. No, I, I, I think, no calms. I think I turned the calm back on just to be like, <laughs> but you forgot about our friends. And then I turn it off. Again. <laughs> okay. Um, and then it's like, pop, 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 pop. everything shows up and like everybody starts freaking out on the ship. Um, and uh, that buys you guys enough time for another run. Um, while that is happening, I think uh, Sal it is uh, working with Chernobog to target that ship again. Um, okay. Um, and Miles, do you want to attempt to assist them? If you make uh, a yeah. piloting roll, you'll give them a plus yeah, one. Yeah, I want to I pilot the ship so as we're rolling to roll so that uh, the ship is between the the lab ship we're going to try to get the lab ship between us so if they try to shoot back at us they're going to hit the lab ship right so hopefully these other new dice will work out well oh this works out a little bit better so that's piloting mm-hmm. plus deck. plus dexterity pl- plus dexterity yes eh, it's not much better uh nope that's not better at all that is a seven these dice are also dead to me all right, so um, you get, I mean, you're not out of position or anything. You just don't get yeah. a good a good lineup. So didn't get okay. a good. So all right, uh, all right. So I'm rolling turret plus dexterity again. Yep. Um, do I get an aiming bonus at all or no? No, not this time because this, this time. is like a fast action around. Faster, and I'll roll. Okay. I'll roll for Chernobog. I'm not rolling again today, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is the third time I've rolled snake eyes today. What? Oh. I think I've only rolled like Holy four cow. times. Um Alright. I'm gonna use my final reroll. Cause that's ridiculous. Okay. You're dead to me. You're dead to me. These ones did alright. Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't You're mean to better. suck all the luck out of the room. 
Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, much better. Thank you, Dice. That's a 10. Ah, uh, much better. Especially since I have a specific result. If you rolled a two written before mm. we ever started this session. Oh, good. Uh, okay. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank um, God. The fortuitous re-roll. Um, yeah, so uh, trigger block hits as well, and um, you score <clears throat> uh, damage across their um, their control, like some of their control panes, right, which would affect their steering. Um, that plus the confusion um, you can see on the... Um, uh, on the on the simulation package that you've scored enough of a hit against that to render them uh, basically inoperable. Woohoo! Excellent. Now, Miles, you know you need to basically move straight at the lab ship mm-hmm. for it to be a considered a continuance of mm-hmm. assault to to fit the timeline. Got so it. you'll need to make um, and I'm going to have Alex make an astrogation roll, right? Because there's like there's like l- literally a clock from like engagement point to engagement to yep. engagement point. So people don't pull the like, well, I tagged that first and then we went out and had a beer and then I came back and Hey, it was the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so I've got to, I've got to get the ship now. Yeah. And so Alex can help you with a good astrogation roll. All right. I got an eight. Okay. That succeeds. You get a plus All one. Right. I have an eight on the dice zero for my piloting plus my int or is this uh, the clarity? Dex. Yes. Then it's just the eight on the dice. Okay, and a plus one from Alex for so, his astrogation. So yes, you actually get to get to um, the lab ship. Great, and pull up to it. Um, and um, <laughs> I'm I'm picturing uh, like Alex is like waiting for the moment, like sends a calculation, and then whoop, and like puts it like this is technically possible. <laughs> to if you say so. <laughs> Don't have time to argue this time. Uh, right. And then um, you you hear on the, um, I think you hear across the ship. Um, Boarding protocols engaged. Simulation, right? Oh, Chernobog, we're not boarding the ship. Simulation, understood. Thank you. And um, and you can see in the software package, basically, like as you connect, mm-hmm. there's it, it. It's not happening, happening, but it shows like a deployment of the number of of um, like Marines you'd be able to hold on a ship this size if it was like mm-hmm. stacked, stacked full in your cargo bay. Right. So it'd be like, all, oh, then we would do this and this is how many we would deploy. Um, and it's in a um, ridiculously orderly fashion. Like it is like optimized for uh, in for in invasion. Uh, Out of curiosity, uh, uh, how many Marines do our does our ship hold? Um, <laughs> it it if it basically is kind of assuming that like the, the ship had been retrofitted to just be a troop carrier, um, and you end up uh, putting in about seventy five seventy eight Marines. Oof. That's a lot of Marines. No, yes. Definitely don't want to know that for any specific reason. It's fine. <laughs> mm. uh, and then you can um, see that there's some, um, there's some calculations getting run, Benjamin, that, um, that you can see 
um, on the that are showing that the uh, simulated defenses on the lab um, are going to make it. It's kind of a coin toss. Oh, okay. On whether you would successfully take the lab ship. But that is a simulation on a computer. <laughs> I mean, oh, uh, okay. I guess I guess it's time for the Kobayashi Maru. Then let's do this, right? Like, yeah, okay. There's a way to manage to take the lab ship. Sure. Right. Is there? Um, do you do you want any assistance on that? It's the same kind of role. It's a military. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta take. Back it. at your hand. I gotta, I gotta be like cool. Let's, uh, let's see if we can. Now, are we hacking the like training software package, or are we hacking? Yeah, you're the now. Lab now you're now training, hacking the training software package. Oh, okay. Well, that seems less directly problematic. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go for some computerized help. That okay. sounds like a vac suit role to me. <laughs> I mean, uh, honestly, though, like, like Alex, you've got some computer skills, right? Or no? Oh, okay. I thought you did. Sorry. Wait, is that under? Oh, yeah, electronics. No. no. Okay. Would you so like then, Sal to persuade it? <laughs> look, all right, listen here, computer. <laughs> Menacing the computer. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'll. Uh. Yes, I will. I will see, like, I don't, I guess probably Ursula is the best at that stuff. Like, general calculation and, and stuff. Depends on what you're trying to do. Well, i just trying to, to, you know, outfit the pseudo-troops on our ship with better weapons and stuff <laughs> that would tilt things in their favor, like... It's not just a, a you know like a landing craft filled with newly drafted right. marines. It is yes, like like veterans or something. Yeah, we're gonna put in like these are like essentially you want to you want to juice the stats. You want to juice yeah. the stats on your guys. Yeah, right? yeah, yes. So you so Ursula, um, you would know that Ursula might be able to help you with that. Sure, sure. definitely can help you with it. Xanthus oh. probably because it's a because it's a military op. Well, Anything I mean, like that is definitely in his his Balowick. But Ursula will definitely, if it's a numbers crunching thing, she can always help with that. She's a computer. Yeah, well, I mean, I, 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 if I think that Chernobog is the best choice, I would go with him. Like he, you, you would believe he is. He is definitely the best choice. All right. Uh, so Chernobog, uh, we need to make a little tweak to the software package. Just to simulate that the troop, the simulated troops on our ship, are better than the average ones it started simulating. Simulation understood. Sphinx protocol engaged. Great, because I forgot to get out the list of all those protocols. So thank you. <laughs> so um, you can you can see that he just does it. Oh. Right, like you're all because he figures that's what you wanted. Um, uh, so he you, and you can actually see the numbers uh, change to where um, it goes from like it looked like it was going to be kind of dicey and fifty fifty, and then 
well, there must have been some second tier of weapons that they brought or something, because silly, the numbers like really skew, like very heavily um, in your in your favor. That's that's fair. Look, you you are a champ at what you do, Turnabog. I appreciate it. And and completely simulated, you can see that um, the the tipping point was less about the like the the Marines didn't like just like suddenly get really better, but obviously the the simulated Marines um, uh, took out life support and uh, it's simulated. Oh. It's all simulated, right? But basically, just killed everybody on the lab. Sure. They didn't like take it. They're like, all, oh no, we're just taking the vessel. So, in a simulated fashion, they would have completely eliminated any. They just rolled the windows down. Forms. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yes, yeah. Actually. They opened all the doors. Oh, um, okay. All right, and um, and you have succeeded, and uh, you get um, over the comms. A miles to you, a familiar voice comes over, and it's Cam, mm-hmm. and he's like. Uh, uh, and he says, uh, "Oh, sorry, I gotta, I gotta find my ship. So many, so many ships. So many ships. So many ships. And where is it? Um, this is uh, this is Captain Cam calling, uh, the captain of the Ursula. Aren't we the manifest?" Uh, oh, what's, yeah, what's your, um, oh, oh, right. What's your, did you have a, a secret thing or no? No, we were the you changed, you changed all your stuff and oh, to, to the Ursula. Oh, I'm thinking of something else. Sorry. Yeah. Some other game, some other TV series. Um, it says, uh, uh, yep. Captain Cam from the UGN Undeniable. Uh, hey. for Captain of the. Trade vessel Ursula, or, or I'm sorry, ambassadorial vessel Ursula. Hey there, Cam. I guess you were a little bit more deniable than you thought. Well, I don't think that the Admiral's ship is deniable, but certainly you guys did a fantastic job on the Watchman and the Oversight. Thank you very kindly. And a good taking, got a good ship. Taking the Solaris was very unexpected. I'm sure the Admiral is going to be quite pleased. Well, good. I hope that means a bonus. Well, I think we may be able to arrange something. Certainly, and I don't know if this counts in the way you'd like it to count, but the uh, Admiral would like to host you all for drinks on her flagship. I think we can handle that. Yeah. Alex is like looking back at. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We can handle that. And so um, he's like, he's like, great. It's been a while, Miles. I can't, I can't wait to see you. Let me send you the coordinates to, uh, to where we are. Can meet up with the rest of the fleet. Thank you. Coordinates locked in. So um, you'll, uh, you'll get coordinates to, um, to meet up with uh, the fleet, you get there. Um, it's you know a fairly large contingent of of ships of various sizes. Um, at the center of which is a massive armored cruiser, um, which is the UGN Undeniable. 
Um, uh, Dave, you've got the, that's the, 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 the real big looking ship. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> oh, um, I will. If you want to uh, throw that up for folks to see. Um, and I'll put that in our Slack channel. So you all can see what the undeniable looks like. Um, oh. do not download that one. Hold on. Um, so it is, uh, it is a massive ship, a massive armored cruiser, um, about 1200 tons. And, uh, usually has a, a crew complement um, of about 800. Uh, this is one of the, uh, it, it, this doesn't even attempt to, uh, present itself as being some kind of exploration vessel, right? Like mm-hmm. this is one of the warships that were built over the years. Um, though the UGN, um, attempts to operate in accordance with all of the treaties that have been made across any number of, uh, myriad number of planets in the galaxy and the different megacorps, there are times when the interests of the commonality have to be attended mm-hmm. to. And that's when this type of ship is deployed mm-hmm. um, and why there's always readiness tests because um, even, even in the most peaceful of times, there are uprisings that tend to occur um, commonly between mega corporations. Um, and when that starts to impact citizenry um, or the centralized interests um, of all, then that's when the UGN has to get involved in a, in a purely military sense. Um, and uh, you're uh, basically able to uh, come inside and they'll, they'll actually let you um, dock your ship uh, in, the, in the bays. So you can you know land mm-hmm. on the on the undeniable, um, and when you uh, when you get there, um, you know you'll Cam will come on and say like I'll hey great I'll uh, I'll meet you at uh, you're you're going to come into uh, docking um, hangar eleven mm-hmm. uh, and I'll meet you up at the op station at eleven excellent and I'll well, take you to meet the admiral. Sounds great. That sounds great. Um, I You've all got a, a few minutes yet to, to do whatever you want to do. Obviously, go ahead. Sorry, Miles. No, I mean, I just give like let the crew, you know, know like okay, I'm gonna go meet the general, the admiral. I think you all can stay here for a little bit. We'll eventually all come off and have like drinks, but uh, let's just make sure that the uh, ship stays secure. Well, we don't. We're not all going for drinks? We are. We are. I'm just going to meet the Admiral first, and then we'll all come up for drinks. But let's just make sure the ship is safe and secure. Which ship? Our ship, while we are here on this military vessel surrounded by military people. The valuables, got it. Yes, okay. basically, and also make sure the, the off all of the off switches are off and stay off. You know what I mean? Earmuffs, got it. Yes. Are they coming yes. aboard? Uh, they are not, I don't believe, but we don't know for sure. 
Okay. Cool. All right. Um, okay. I'll are they right going to be weird if I bring weapons yes. on board? Yes, it would be. Will they check? They may not. So you, if you want to bring something uh, um, very discreet, that's probably okay. When am I not discreet? I know, but very discreet. We're freelancers. I don't think they'd be that surprised if we come on with sidearms. Sidearms, okay. Maybe maybe sidearms, but we're also in friendly territory, so, you know. You you know, Miles, that, like, you could come on with them, but that's pretty. They're going to ask you for them. If yeah, you do, like, they'll yeah. return them. Like, nobody walks around the ship. Armed. armed. No one. We're not armed. The ship is the armed. We're fine. All right. Okay. So you're going to go first. Yes, but I'm going to go first and just just make, you know, polite contact. And to be fair, Cell, you are a weapon. You almost broke me with a stick. Aw, <laughs> thanks, buddy. How's your ribs? They're sore. I'm good. Okay. I mean, fine. Cool. Everything's fine. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, I got some prep to do. I'll see you guys in a bit. Um, and Sal is going to go to um, talk to Xanthus and Chernabog. Okay. So let's do uh, let's do that really fast because I don't want to take Miles on to meet the Admiral. Yeah. So you're going to talk with you're going to talk with Xanthus about Chernabog. Yeah, I want to talk to both of them. Okay. Um, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Sal, how can I help? Um, he, is he corporeal again or no? No, uh, no, okay. he's not. Okay. Um, oh, hey, uh, I wanted to check in with you on how uh, Chir- the Chernobog project is going. Um, really well. Um, I've got all the, I think we agreed on all the designs. Yeah. And um, it's just fabrication. We're low on some materials, but I could start with the quadruped units first. And, oh, yeah. then, and then we'd have to get on board more fabrication materials before I can do the bipedal. Yeah, let's go with the quadrupeds first. And then when we get back to the station, we can pick up some more materials. Where are you? I'm, I'm almost done. I've got a surprise. <gasps> I love surprises. Everybody. But give me give me just a little bit. Okay. Cool. And we can have we can have the quadrupeds done by the time we get back to the station. I'm, I'm when in the jump time. Assuming we're jumping back there after you get done with this mission, I'm sure we can okay. have them done by the time we get back. Perfect. That sounds awesome. Thanks, dude. Sure. All right. I'll see you later then. You will. Robots are friend shaped. <laughs> Miles. Yes, sir. All right. Um, so uh you go up to you go up to 
um, Op Station 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's your old friend, uh, now Captain Cam. Hello, Captain Cam. It's like uh, miles. He comes up and gives you a big, you know, over the shoulder pound and everything. He's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's been, it's been too long, man. It's been too long. It's been way too long. It's like, you haven't lost it though. That was a piece of artistry out there today. Thank you. Thank you. You'll get to thank my crew. I mean, it was, I did my part, but they did a lot of it. I assume you want to meet the Admiral first. Yeah. I figured my crew is, they are great. They're a little rough around the edges. I figured it'd be good for, you know, me to make the meet. And then, uh, and then we'll all sit down to drinks and you'll get to know them separately. That's great. Did I, did I mention who the admiral of the ship is? No, you never did. It's uh, it's Admiral Winter, and you know that um, oh, Admiral Uma Winter is like a complete hard ass renegade admiral who like fought her way up in the ranks. Um, and if you're if you're doing the virtual casting, um, basically when you I think that line is said, you know, oh, it's Admiral Winter. And then the next image is you walking mm-hmm. into um, the Admiral's ready room. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, it's Robin Wright, right? Oof. From like in that kind of like Blade Runner nice. 2049 thing, right? Yeah. And she's um, what was what was Miles rank when he exited? I think I exited at Lieutenant. Lieutenant, I think so, too. Yep, discharged at Lieutenant. Um, she's like, Lieutenant Manning. Admiral Winter. Out there. Thank you. Thank you. It was, uh, it was my pleasure. It's a good op. Looks like Cam didn't do me wrong by suggesting that we bring you on in this operation. I appreciate that. And he, he smiles and, you know, he's, he's, he's happy for the recognition. Yeah. Happy, like, to, so, happy to please. So is there something you wanted to talk to me about first? Uh, I see you're here without your crew. Uh, no, no. I just wanted to just meet you and thank you for the opportunity. You know, uh, it's always great working with the Navy. I um, had a good years here and I just wanted to, yeah, just wanted to, to make the meet uh, before you got to meet them. My, my crew, you know, not all of them are, are by Navy standards per se. Uh, they're great and talented uh, and loyal. Um, but just wanted to make sure, you know, that the first impressions count. You want to lead the way, so to speak. Well, I appreciate your dedication to protocol, Lieutenant. How well do you know them or perhaps more importantly, trust them? Highly. I trust them with my life. Would you be interested in a field operation that's something we can't actually get directly involved in? That depends on the price. I'd imagine that you'd find it more than equitable. Say, paying off the remainder of your ship? Hmm. Hmm. I think that that's something that we could consider. Well, um, is this something that I should present to you first or to your crew? 
Pretend to be the crew. We all have shares. Um, we would all have an equal say in whether or not we took the gig. Excellent. Um, I'm sure Cam can show you to to my galley where uh, I'll have some refreshments laid out and we can talk business and make a nice conversation. Sounds good to me. And she immediately takes that pose that lets you know you're dismissed. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, she doesn't even need to. I right, yeah. bow and leave. Okay. So I think while you're, um, when you come back, you're coming back. Are you coming back to the ship or are you just? Yeah, I'm going to go back to the okay. ship and say, okay, let's right. let Cam, let Cam, let me know where to bring my crew for drinks. And then we will meet you there. Right. Um, so, um, right before Miles gets back, um, on the ship, you hear, uh, could, could everybody come to the galley? Yeah. Would, would that way. People aren't busy. Is that, is, sorry, but I can't hear you very well. Is that Ursula? Sorry, that, that, that was Xanthus. supposed to be Xanthus. Oh, Xanthus. Okay. If, just if you have a minute, I, I kind of have something I want to show everyone. <clears throat> yeah? Heck yeah. Okay. Like, camera flashes to Ben in his room, just, like, tearing shit off the walls and, like, <laughs> putting it in a shredder and, like, grabs, like, thumbsticks out of every USB port on his terminal and is putting them, like, in his pocket and, and, and zipping the pocket shut and, like... <laughs> Then he's like, all right, I'll be right there. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so I, th- I think you all arrive kind of at the same time, um, just because it's super effective. Um, uh, except for Miles will be there in just one second. And as you come into the galley, um, Dave, if you could, sh- uh, you'll see standing there um, what a- looks like xanthus at least from form and from uh but now has a uniform um but also looks different and so dave if you could put that up in the zoom chat and i just put it in our slack channel Mm. is there a newsletter i could subscribe to This, this aligns with my interests. Heck yeah. Sal is pumped. She's like, Xanthus, oh, look at you, buddy. Like, just straight up walks up and hugs him. And he, he doesn't really know how to physically respond. So he doesn't pull away, but he just kind of does that awkward stands there thing. Oh, she He's goes, like, this, this is a hug. <laughs> it's like affection for humans. So is, is this better? I mean, you looked cool before, but you look great. This is awesome. Because I got worried I was going to be too noticeable. People would try to steal me, or I'd be not accepted. I want to. I want to fit in. Uh. Well, I mean, this is. Th- Certainly, at a at a glance, you, no one's going to guess that you're mechanical. Yeah. Um, uh. I, I so I've got to ask, like, 
like what what did you use as material like this is tremendous the flesh of dr owens listen <laughs> well i wasn't fishing for horror i wasn't the, the medical bay has suit. facilities that obviously if one of you is injured can put a genetically neutral skin graft over the top of so i just utilized that to create an external shell that was more appropriate. It's okay. definitely more stealthy, that's for sure. Yeah. So, Miles, I think you come on the ship, and uh, and whatever you you come on the ship, you know where anybody is, but you're on the mm-hmm. ship. Yeah, I'm looking around. Where's where is everyone? We I have some news. What's going on? Oh, everyone's in the in the in the lounge, uh, Miles, with uh, with Xanthus. Okay, good. I think Miles, as you walk in, Sal is going. You know what, Xanthus? If I met you in a bar, I would totally hit on you. <laughs> I would as well. <laughs> and oh, Miles, you're back. <laughs> And standing there, Miles, for all immediate visual inspection Mm -hmm. purposes is... Miles, what do you think? Um, Xanthus? Now, Miles, don't freak out. We only abducted one Navy sailor (laughs) and retrofitted his brain to fit Xanthus' computer inside it. That's not what happened. <laughs> right? That would have been okay. way worse. That would have been worse. So this it's is, not that bad. I mean, it's... I employed, I employed a sheathing methodology to use yep, it's fine. neutral it's fine. materials from the med bay to create a more acceptable outer appearance. It is fine. It's fine. This is You're damn right. It's fine. He is fine. <laughs> this is interesting. Um, Xanthus, this is not the time for us to deal with this. Uh, I am. This is not the time. I do. We do not have the bandwidth to deal with this right now. I do not. So I appreciate what you're doing and what you've done. And you're just going to need to stay on the ship for a, a while while we, the rest of us, leave and talk. Uh, with the crew and the admiral, and then we can discuss this later. Are you, are you leaving the ship? Well, I mean, Xanthus, there's a little difference between getting you on to Yuma Station versus a Navy ship that could yes. have all kinds of passive scanners, and then the consequences of getting caught there is you never coming back to the ship. Exactly. It, like, it's it's just the stakes are way higher, and we don't want to lose you. Yes. And so we can we can maybe practice some basic humaning before we make an attempt at big social hour, right? Like, yes, exactly. I'd I'd be happy to to spend some time talking with you about that kind of stuff, Sal. You know what? If Xanthus isn't leaving the ship, I'm staying here. 
And that's fine by me. You don't have to do that, Sal. I understand. No, I dude. I, I didn't even I didn't even know what a hug was. You should Let's- go with them. I'll stay here. And when we get back to the station, I'll have time to understand more how I should act. There's and there's lots yeah, we'll have lots of time to practice just not on a navy ship where just the consequences are astronomical. I will tell you these navy jerks are probably not gonna be that much fun. When we get back to the station, I'll take you to my favorite bar, the underbelly. Way cooler. Yeah. I, I think on Yuma Station that's another matter and but this is just a little bit more high stakes. Especially when it's like I, a I understand. Like the whole point is direct personal interaction, not yeah, like mm-hmm. social. Here, you're in a, a big group. Yeah. Like that's great. High stakes social scenario. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm, not, I understand. I'm not great at those either. To yeah, be I mean, honestly, I'm a little sweaty about it. I just really want free drinks. Yeah. So, yes. Okay, and he, and he nods and. All right. Returns well, the engine and, and and he's like, "Great, then we'll we'll go out when we get to Yuma Station." I, I completely understand. I yeah. I also would be fascinated to learn about your process. Like the, it's the outstanding work. Really. Yeah. Me too. Especially all yeah. You, I mean, you came up with the concept and you made it happen all on your own. That's yeah. Really tip top. It is very impressive. It is. And By he impressive, I mean scary. He he smiles and and um and and turns and leaves. And he Bill, does he have pretty good like facial expression, like it, it, good. It, it's it's pretty good, a little botoxy. Okay, yeah. Right, but but there are the beginnings of micro expressions. Sure, but it's still pretty. You know, he's not like like you know, absurdly moving his eyebrows and whatnot <laughs> around. Um, you know, it's he's had time to study facial expressions. There's just there's yeah, not as much nuance there. This, does anybody remember the old video before you got on the Star Tours? had this lady that was telling you like about the ride and fasten your seatbelts and stuff. And mm-hmm. it was clearly a real person, but throughout the whole speech she gives the whole time, it's maximum eyebrow movement. Like, and I couldn't <laughs> stop watching it every time. It was just Don't like, welcome to start. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> so, um, I want to do one more scene before the, uh, for the end here. Um, so we'll um, we can be in the in the admiral's galley, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, just for, just the admiral and and Captain Cam uh, and you all, and you're introduced to uh, Admiral Winter, and uh, she says, "It's a pleasure to meet all of you. I was impressed by your." Ingenuity and bravado and execution today during the war games. I've spoken to Lieutenant Manning and would like to make you an offer for a uh, detachment deployment that will be working as a civilian contractor 
to the UGM. I'm, I'm First, I'll tell you what we're willing to pay for this, as I am hopeful that it will, well, sweeten the deal enough to undertake what I'm going to put in front of you. We know how much you have left on your ship, and the UGNS is prepared to pay off the remainder of your mortgage against your ship. For the successful return of three assets that have left the Navy without leave. And she slides across three dossiers. It's like these are highly trained individuals with unique skills. And we're part of an organization that. let's say would not be welcomed to be publicly avowed by the UGN. And what we require is their capture and return to our service. Mm-hmm. Um, commit any crimes. Although, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Sam. I was going to ask about the parameters for the condition of the assets on their return. We would prefer that they're returned in with the ability to communicate any information that we would like to retrieve from them. However, having them returned at all is the important part. Mm-hmm. Understood. Okay. And they, um, committed any crimes other than going AWOL? I just want to know what we're dealing with. Some here. have, some haven't. It's all clearly covered in their dossiers. Oh, oh, okay. What's the situation if we're successful on an individual basis? If we get one out of three or two out of three or is this an all-or-nothing kind of I job? believe that you'll get all of them or you won't be able to come back to get a partial payment. Oh, As I said, they're highly trained. All right. I like that kind of challenge. Is the thinking that they are together? That is unknown, but I would be surprised if they're traveling together. Okay. Um, Bill, are the dossiers like hard copy papers? Uh, there are three tablets. Okay, I'm just going to pick one up at random and sure. kind of swipe through it. Um, you see the image of uh, of a of a male. This presents male mm-hmm. um, with the um, name of uh, Solomon Parker. And there's a slew of information we have to go through this second, but basically, you know, age, heights, all the stats. Um, and the, um, the operational group that um, they are uh, a part of 
is uh, just listed as the Institute. Okay. Try to catch Ben's eye. Oh, I like I'm I unless one of you really speaks up, we're taking this job. Like <laughs> even even if we never come back with anything else, we're gonna have these three dossiers. Yeah, that's, that's entirely true. Worth so its no. weight in gold. Copy so wait, that. you've got Solomon Parker. I'm sorry, did I miss the other two? No, nope. that's nope, the first one. Yeah, I just picked one up at random and I'm gonna think through it. I'm gonna look at the other two. Uh, the second one is um, uh, someone who uh, is fairly, uh, I was so weird to say, like gender, gender neutral-ish, mm-hmm. right? Um, and just clothing and representation um, with uh, just the name Indigo. Okay, that's fine. Uh, and the third one is female. And real and, familiar to us. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, like, as you bring the third tablet up mm-hmm. to turn it on, that's where the episode ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. This is going to get real complicated. Hey, we're already 33% done. <laughs> this is true. Oh, boy. We're oh like, boy, oh hang boy. on a minute. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Can we get a third of that payment? <laughs> so uh, that has been session nine of Yuma Station. Uh, I have been Bill. Uh, I, I still am Bill. I know I have been Bill. I've been all the, I've been a lot of characters. I've been a lot of stuff. Um, but in any case, thank you so much for being here with us um, and watching tonight's session. Hope everybody had fun, um, whether you've playing or watching or listening. Of course, we'd love for you to share the game with your friends. Uh, if you're new to the show and want to catch up on previous episodes, please point your browser to happyjacks.org forward slash Yuma Station. Uh, and if you're interested in all of the other succulent content on the Happy Jacks Network, check out the calendar on the end. Does anybody want to have anything they'd like to hype up? All right. Follow us on Twitter. You'll find us. Look up Happy, ja- Happy Jacks. Oh. Um, we're all there. Oh, Dave, yes. I, I do have one thing. I will resume my internet-based trucking tomorrow evening. Uh, so if you're bored on a Tuesday or a Thursday, you can find me on Twitch at Lord. Um, and, uh, and I'll be driving around the United States and eventually when I finish driving around the United States, thanks steam sale, I can start driving around Europe. (laughs) So, uh, yay, it's going to be exciting. I guess the one non thing I'll mention, um, is starting this Thursday, I'm going to be playing, um, Dungeons and Dragons, Dark Alliance, the new game, uh, with some of the roll 20 folk, um, on Twitch. So find me on Twitter at, at Bill Roper. And we'll be hyping that up. And uh, also, I'm streaming on my own channel. You can follow me on Twitch and Twitter at It's Probably Okay. Uh, and you can see my schedule there on Twitch. So um, see you there. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. With the clicking. <laughs>